We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Yes. Whoops, I'm recording. But, uh... I mean, I, we, I can edit it out. It's no big deal. But uh, that's fine. Anyways, uh, we were talking about or your mom can't give up fucking Dr. Phil. No, no. It's like the one cable news thing that she can't give up is Dr. Phil, dude. She, she quit the view years ago when Trump got she in quit, office. She, she, she couldn't quit take the, the view. view. <laughs> she couldn't take the view anymore. So like, at least she got uh, rid of that. At least there's something. Like Dr. Phil is not like all like I can I, I can deal with Dr. Phil because there's a lot of people on Dr. Phil that are wildly crazy and uh, yeah and, and not a lot it's of, entertaining it's entertaining Dr. Phil came out kind of against the lockdowns in the beginning it was actually like he but he he I don't know it was kind of like it didn't Dude, did blow he up do, did he do masks in his shirt in his show during COVID oh, probably. Did he? probably dude, that's, dude. that looks so funny like i'd be so pissed going to my therapist like i know this guy's not their therapist but like you know going to your th- if you had a therapist um and they're like can you wear a mask and i'll be like i came in here to bitch about the masks and you want me to fucking wear one yeah i thought this was a safe place jenny yeah god yeah. damn it <laughs> and it's actually really weird there's a lot of people that are like proud that they have a therapist I know. Well, dude, it's like it goes to that whole thing of like people being proud that they are have like some mental disease. Like it's like a thing right now. They're like all about it. That it's good to have that mental disease. It's like what? What do you mean? Why are you happy about your suicide? It's really weird. They're like, (laughs) I have. It's in their Tinder profile. It's like three suicide attempts or dating two suicide attempt. Fucking yeah. uh, And like some people. Like, I don't know why, but people don't, some people don't lie on their Tinder profile. And I'm like, why would you not lie? Like, who cares? <laughs> Dude, I, when, when, when we first well, got like, out, our Tinder profiles weren't like anything about us. They were some stupid line. You had an office quote on there and that yeah. was it for like a year and a half. Yeah, dude. And I was like, I, like, I match him with a bunch of like, you know, liberal white women. It was working yeah. for me. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the thing on i know i know i got you kind of hooked on the on tiktok because it's it's actually really fucking funny there's a lot of yeah. really fucking funny shit on well, there i didn't but, realize how it worked but once you like get your algorithm going and like what you like you start getting some good TikToks. Dude, my algorithm makes no sense at all so but anyways there's there was one that uh it uh oh it's this one that's going around and it's like show me uh my t- or my type of man is uh looks like a conservative or a liberal 
liberal men that look like conservatives. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was, oh, dude, that was so annoying to watch. It was so gross. And it was just like, you know, neck bearded, tatted out, fucking gauged with gate, like, you know, two inch gauges or 1.5 inch gauges. They look like your typical emo kids in fucking high school, you know? And I was an emo kid, but I, I didn't really look like that. Um, I had long hair, but it wasn't like the frayed shittiness that their hair is. And then yeah. um, I didn't have any tattoos either until I got into the Marine Corps. There's um, no way my parents were letting me get a tattoo or an ear piercing. Dude, isn't all right. So isn't that weird? I can they were your parents signed off on you joining the military, but you weren't allowed to get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I like, never thought of that. What the like what kind of fucking logic is that? You know, oh, you can't get yeah. a job. Mom, I might not be able to get a job after I join the Marine Corps. I'm probably going to be dead. Yeah. And then at least in your mom's eyes, like that's like. Well, I, yeah, know, I only in, had in, that. You, so that's in, why I <laughs> that as my only. That's my only. And, <laughs> like the, the, the like, I don't know, the amount of the percentage of like military members that actually die in the military is like very low. Oh, yeah. yeah. But in your mom's mind, when they're like giving you up, it's like 75 percent in their mind. Like they oh, yeah, think I, I don't you, more going die to from war suicide now. than have died in the conflict in Iraq and yes. Afghanistan. <laughs> yes. But it's just funny because like your mom thinks like, you know, North Korea is about to pop off and, and you're in the front lines. That's what she thinks. She, they don't Dude, know. I better. was a little, I was a little drama queen. My first like three months in, um, uh, Oki because, uh, uh, I think I was just trying to, you know, you're still trying to figure your shit out. I was 19. I was in hey, Okinawa, Japan. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was trying to be a badass. I missed home because I was in fucking Japan. Um, didn't go to the duty station that I thought I was going to. I was dating a girl that I thought I was going to be with for a long time. Ended up cheating on me. Obviously, she was a Marine. What do you expect? Um, <laughs> and uh, But I had known her since I was like fucking nine years old up at my dad's. And so it was weird that we ended up like meeting um, in the Marine Corps and comm school. Still, red flag, you know, don't fucking do that, no matter how long you know the bitch. And uh, so I was being a little drama queen. And, and you remember the uh, posters on the in the bathroom stalls that were like, this is how far away we are from North Korea. North Korea, be always yeah. be on the lookout. Yeah. So I was putting that shit. I like. I like took a picture of it and put it on because uh, I was like, this is wild. Dude. <laughs> Sitting here taking a piss and it's like, be ready for North Korea. They could <laughs> they could bomb you at any moment. And it shows like the new nu- the nuclear range for North Korea and yeah, like Okinawa's within the first circle. They're like, fear-mongering their own goddamn troops. Yeah. So I dude. took a picture of it and I was like, oh, this is fun to see and while I'm taking a piss or something like that. And then I got a message from my stepmom. And she was like, you really shouldn't be posting stuff like that. That really fucked up your mom. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go take it down. Like, sorry, yeah, I was dude, I was being dude, a little bitch. <laughs> the executive. Yeah. Our executive officer. I remember this, too, because uh, I had to update those fucking bathroom uh, urinals, <laughs> dude. I had to uh, like those fucking posters in the bathroom that they make you yeah. like learn the north korea weapon system or like yeah. the ranges and all that dude i uh i had to update that shit and the xo was so set on like updating it like this is this is where you need to this, marines when they're this, taking a shit need to read this is our, 
This is battle readiness, boys. This is battle readiness. <laughs> the max effective range of the North Korean rifle. And you're like, why are we? I'm just, dude, most people's on their phone, bro. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, most people don't look at the stall and read about North Korea. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. But he was so, I mean, you knew our major, dude. He was, yeah. I love him because he, he was like all about. Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly. Yeah. He was a he was, he was a good guy. Yeah. I liked him, dude. I thought he was cool because he was all like he, was he didn't fucking really care. weird though. He was super weird. He was definitely brainwashed as fuck. But oh yeah. <laughs> he was just always more set on like marine shit. Like that oh, was yeah. his focus. Like he didn't really care about like the stand look good, you know, gotta look good for your inspections. Like and he hated kind of... officers or he yes. hated lieutenants. It was awesome. And he would admit it. You, and he yeah. would yell at them all the time. Oh, it was beautiful working in he's that the only person, Italian building. In he's here. the only person that I really saw treat lieutenants as boots. Like even yes. a lot of our sergeant majors and stuff didn't, or our uh, gunnies or master guns and stuff didn't treat lieutenants like Yeah, boots, they were but, treated more as like colleagues. Yeah, that's it. It was like business partnership. And, uh, and but Major Kelly, that dude would go after some lieutenant, some boot-ass lieutenant. First or second, he didn't care. And I've seen him jump Players. on a couple, uh, so, a couple captains, and you know, I've seen him jump on a couple of those guys. But yeah, he was fucking cool. I liked Major Kelly. He was actually like a good officer. Well, it was weird too because when our CO would just leave, because he would always be going somewhere, and then he would yeah. be in charge. And the Liberty Brief was the most so awkward. It was, but yeah, but he was so awkward where he's yeah. like, like he would say, like, he didn't like, know how to talk. Don't don't rape anyone like just yeah you just skipped the, you just skipped it you just skipped all the like you know, like the the ceo would get all into like the narrative of, like you know when you're having a few drinks like maybe you shouldn't be yeah, going home like to tell anyone. the story yes Dude, they had, like, that was the thing the the ceos and like the first sergeants they they had to tell the story of what yes. could possibly go wrong and then tell you not to do it at yes. the end instead of just saying like hey uh like my safety brief every week anytime they made me give the safety brief Stay out of the papers, stay out of prison, and uh, stay out of the morgue. Like, don't fuck it. That's it. That's all you need. Stay out of papers, stay out of prison, stay out of the morgue. Go the fuck home. Get out of my face. It's time for yeah. me to get drunk. Yeah. yeah. That's how it fucking should be, dude. But yeah, but... I, I was just, I just wanted, I thought that was funny about uh, the Okinawa. I remember that so clearly. The fucking goddamn posters on the wall and fr- on top of the urinal just fucking yeah. sitting there telling me how close we are to a nuclear strike from north korea 19 years old what the fuck did i know i was like oh comsec fuck that <laughs> yeah yeah you have no idea when they tell you like something's a threat and you're a teenager you're like oh my god we could be invaded tomorrow <laughs> they could just nuke me what am i gonna do about it I, like when I'm, they I'm told on, me i'm on the southernmost island of japan Am I going <laughs> to swim anywhere? Like, what the... Like, we're not yeah. getting on a boat fast enough. I'm a fucking PFC. Like, what the... I'm not get, I'm not first one to be evacuated. Like... Yeah. Like, I don't know. They fucking... They we did don't have do any missile defense like systems on fucking Okinawa. Like... Yeah. Not that I even we did the fallout. Like, it's going to... If they catch it at 10 minutes, it's just going to fall on the island anyways. So, like whatever i don't know that shit was funny we were talking also about uh how we are the most trash um internet people 
uh, yeah. that we suck at the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you thought uh, I said full stop. I just meant, I said, we both stop. And then this is how we got on this tangent. And I just thought that was really funny. Cause yeah. I was like, we both stopped to figure out something and you're like, full stop. I didn't even know what that fucking meant. You want to know what else? I didn't know what it meant. And then what, what were you talking about? Dude, it took me a I just long let you time. run with it. I just let you I run just, with this too, because it, I was just like, I didn't say full stop, but let's go typo. Like, come on. Oh, I thought, I thought you were, I was just, <laughs> before we fucking started, I was looking at TikTok and the people and the fucking kids on there are like full stop, no cap gaslighting. And I'm like, dude, it took me forever to figure out what gaslighting was. I saw Ted Cruz use it and I was like, I really need to fucking Google this. <laughs> <laughs> dude, well, I just like, keep up dude gaslighting's for like that's like old <laughs> it's like old old that's old yeah i've never heard it i've never heard it until recently like i don't know why but it's been used more now or i did well, i wasn't paying attention i think i well i well yeah i guess i don't know what i was gonna say i think we did we talked about it on the on the show one time but it wasn't the word gaslighting it was uh when, remember when I was bitching about libertarians and how they, uh, uh, how libertarians argue, and I hate certain words that th- that we use to argue. Do you remember that episode? No, I do not. I don't even remember the word. Now, obviously, it bothers me so much. I don't even remember the fucking word that I was talking about. But uh, it basically means the same as gaslighting. Um, yeah. Or you can't gaslight my fucking argument. You know, you can't. You're, yeah, yeah. You're pumping it full of bullshit that I didn't even say, and it was mm-hmm. like, yeah. But that's really funny that you didn't know what. The, I but we are trash as internet personalities, yeah. internet anything. Like I am so fucking garbage. I don't care about any of the shit. Like there's people that there's kind of like circles, you know, in on Twitter, especially yeah. on on our yeah. Twitter. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely circles of these people. And even on Instagram, we're not really in the Instagram circles either. You know, you, oh, you no. realize that, you know, like we got, we got people that follow us. Like we got our, our buddies that like, like we kind of run simultaneously with the e-militia, but we're not part of e-militia's circle. You know, yeah. e-militia has their yeah. circle and a couple pages outside of it that they all are kind of interact with. And then, but that, that's the closest to being in a circle we are just because we know e-militia and spirit of resistance but like yeah we kind of have our i don't even say we have our own circle it's literally just you and me on a meme page like that's literally it and then when it comes to twitter it's like yeah we kind of we kind of run with tle like i i think a lot of our our followers are a lot of crossover followers with tle which is awesome fucking love the tle guys they're they're and it's a great show i love that show and then um we kind of get but i don't think i think we run parallel with like the tower gang people but it's not the same people that like us like it's not the same people and i like tower gang too i mean obviously we're just on their show but i like them too but we're not in that but we're not and we're not in tle circle like people aren't going to us like oh you guys should go on tle like they're not coming to us for that and i i don't i mean i don't blame them we're kind of not the same speed but i would i would go on there in a heartbeat if they asked us but like i i get it like we're just not the same speed as that and yeah. we're and we're still not even really the same speed as the tower gang guys either yeah we're like kind we're of kind like of this weird gray area like we were bullshit. in we yeah we were in like the like the original tower gang and we were kind of part of that but that's yeah. as far as like our relationship went with them like it's not like literally i was like oh this looks funny 
I want in the group. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. talk in the group chat. I wouldn't fucking. No, I, I just like, jump on when they told me like, we were tagging Tag me somebody. when you need a letter. Tag me when you need a letter. I'm, I'm <laughs> there. That's all I'm going to fucking do. Like, this is all I'm here for. Like, I'm not here for combo. I don't got time to be having combos and all Dude, these group that's chats. the other thing. They're all in group chats. They're all in group chats with, like, people and shit like that. And yeah, they talk yeah. to their group chats all the time, like with their boys. And yeah. like, dude, We're I don't like even 20. Ta- I, 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 I know. And we don't talk in any of them. I haven't spoken in one of those group chats in probably since like the first two weeks that I got. I know. Into and them. I feel it's bad. not that I don't. It's not. I know. Me too. It's not that I don't like the people. It's just like, I'm not on my phone like that. Like I'm on my phone a, li- a, a lot, but I'm not on my phone to sit there and talk to people. I'm on my phone to like literally talk shit on Twitter post funny ass memes on Instagram or zone out on uh fucking TikTok for an hour when I'm waiting for jobs to get put on my calendar at work. Like I'm not on my phone like that to sit there and message people. And they talk yeah. so much. Dude, so we we barely message each other. Dude, dude <laughs> I text you the day we're doing the podcast. Like, Hey, hey are we still recording today? Or if I get a weird ass email in our fucking emails, which I still need <laughs> to make that fucking promo. Um, but uh, that weird ass email or like i get a weird yeah. ass email i send it to you because you're like have all the all your information's on the money side of things so like when it comes to the money i'm like hey did you see this hey did you see this and i check the email like once a week if that if that i'm like yeah. oh yeah i forgot about the email so like, we, all, like i don't basically we don't keep up with the would, internet <laughs> yeah we don't keep up with we don't keep up with oh, honestly we don't keep up with people in general like we don't we just don't keep up with people <laughs> Like yeah. today, today, I didn't feel like listening to anything. I didn't listen to music yeah. today. I didn't listen to a podcast today. You I sat didn't in listen. silence, motherfucker. I sat, in, I sat in silence and drove around in my truck just in <laughs> my own thoughts. head. Yeah, just in my own head. Just fucking driving around, fucking la-di-da. Just fucking chilling, silence. Because I was like, because at some point, there's just a lot of fucking noise. But it, I'll, I'll get to that later. But it was just more like, like, I think it, it's super weird because I wasn't, I didn't really realize that until you said that right there. And I was like, well, dude, dude it's we're, hard. Like, we're like, we're when, not like when, in a group. When there's, like, we're not when there's in drama, an area of people. When there's drama on Twitter, like I figure it out eventually, or maybe someone will tell me, but generally I don't know who's on whose side. I don't know who yeah. hates who. I don't know if these people are shit talking or if this is a joke because like, yeah, I've, I, we shit talk like the Seaburn guys all the time all the time and i love them and half the shit that i say to them uh people would jump on and like shit on me to us or talk shit to us because they think we're talking shit to them and it's like dude this is this is like our thing like we just sit here and fucking banter back and forth about whose podcast is shittier yeah when it's very clear it's theirs (laughs) (laughs) they don't even know like they try to come on our podcast and use like four different other well, applications that didn't work. And well, we never rescheduled because we're, we proved we were superior. Yeah. And now we're holding and, off. We're like <laughs> we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back to that, uh, that podcast when we feel like it. The Seaburn, the Seaburn podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, it's super weird how we're like parallel to a lot of these groups. And I think we get, Cause we kind of get suckered into the Mises thing too. And I'm not yeah, like, yeah, I, we talked about it for a long time and, you know, I thought it was, I think it might be the best way forward if we're using the libertarian party for sure. The one place I don't think we get 
uh, brought into a lot is like the Tho Bishop world. Like, I don't think we get brought into that at all. Like the, yeah, the yeah, conservative, yeah. the paleo conservative. Yeah, I don't I know. Think, is I that what it is? A lot of, Paleo libertarian? Is that what they're called? I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't That's know. the other thing. I don't even I know don't what know, these dude. fucking people are. I, I know. know what these fucking people <laughs> are. Know, and and I don't I don't really care about like a lot of the arguments that are being made right now under the libertarian tent. Like I don't care. I don't give two fucks about the border. I'm being honest. No, I literally don't give a shit. I, I don't care. Open it, close it. I don't fucking care. At this fucking point. who cares? I just literally let China don't in. Give a shit. Open the gates and let China in. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking. <laughs> like, I guess we're accelerationists. Like, I don't know. Like, let's get shit I don't started know. because I don't know because dude, the way but... I don't I don't even know if I'm an accelerationist because I kind of like being able to watch Netflix. Like, you know, I think accelerationism. If, probably I won't get to watch Netflix for a while until we figure that shit out. You know, that's yeah. kind of upsetting to me. I like Netflix. I like movies. Yeah. And, shit goes bad, the, you know. I ain't ready. At the for same that, time, I don't want this shit to Mentally? keep going. So let's let's fucking get shit going. Let's get it to pop off because I'd rather do it while I'm young than while I'm old. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I don't know. I just think I think the like I don't know. There's people like there's people that take social media very seriously. Like yeah. they they build a personality. They, they fucking create this image for themselves, I think. And anyone that anyone that bashes that, they're, I don't know, they're oh. hurt by it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're bothered by it. And maybe, maybe it's better. I don't know. Maybe you blocking people or, you know, arguing people. Maybe that's good for your audience and building an audience. Maybe it is. I, I'm not trying to tell. I have 3,000 followers. I, I'm nowhere impressive of, like, a social media stud. Like, I'm not fucking telling you how to run yeah. your account. But I also don't care. But I don't care. I I I don't wanna. I don't care. Like if I call you a bitch, it could be I'm insulting you, but or also could I could. Fucking... I'm just fucking around, dude. Yeah. And either way, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for real, dude. That's what I like. Right. I just. I feel like I. I'm not trying to say we're different and better. Like, that's not what I'm saying. No. I'm not saying we're no. better. I'm saying no. we're different. We're very different, different because because I literally don't care. Like I, you could you could make a really funny crude joke about me, my mom's, or a typo, and uh, and his parents or something like that, or like his girlfriend or something like that. If he had a girlfriend or something like that, and I could like it, and I'd be and I type or I'd text over to typo like, do yo, did you see this? And it could be, it could be taken like seriously or as a joke, you know, there's like two ways to take it. Either this person's making a funny hyperbole about me and my life, or they're speaking seriously about my life. And either way, I'll probably laugh at it. I'll probably laugh at it because first the hyperbole is clearly hyperbole and they're trying to make something out of nothing. So that's funny. Or second I know this person or I get that they're trying to, they're making a joke and it's fucking yeah. funny. Objectively. It's funny. Yeah. And then everybody's, but people take that shit seriously. You get called a fed in some circles and you just get blocked. You just get blocked because you called somebody a fed. And it's like, <laughs> dude, I I'm on, I'm on our fucking, our Twitter page. Like, yeah, we're feds. Like that's, that's our, that's our whole shtick. Yeah. We're fucking feds. I'll I was at the Capitol. I incited. Yeah, inside the right the fbi paid me for it yes i was paid <laughs> by the fbi 
Yeah. Like, what, how much money like, to incite it? This goes against everything I, I, my principles. <laughs> they're like, they're like $30. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. I'm in, dude. Wait, how many cents? <laughs> Four? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Dude, but that's the thing. Like, I just, I don't care about their shit. And it's really funny to watch people get super butthurt. And, you know, I'm not saying that people that block people are super butthurt. I don't, I don't really think that's true. Um, Maybe you're building your audience your way. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that works no, better for I'm you. Not, that's all I'm saying. Well, it's just like the the blocking thing. Like, I there's very few. I think there's a couple people that I've blocked. And, like, one is Nick Sarwak, just because I was tired of seeing him. Like, I sure, finally yeah. blocked him. I was like, whatever. Tired of seeing him. But uh, there's, like, very few people that I've blocked. I've muted that weird Israeli fucking army chick that's like libertarian that used to fucking comment on all of my posts. Probably she was to like, the podcast. Yeah, I think she <laughs> I think she does listen to the podcast. She's fucking weird. I'd, I'd never see anything from her anymore, but I didn't block her because, hey, you know, go on and with your bad self. She's still I'm pretty sure she still shares the podcast. So whatever. I'm not going to block you. I don't really give a shit. I just don't want to respond to you. And I'm tired of seeing your shit on my shit. But, you know, if you block, like, that's fine. I'm not saying that you're butthurt if you block people. I get it. But when you get butthurt, you're arguing back and forth, arguing back and forth, and then both people get butthurt, and then one blocks the other one. It's like, all right, like, fuck, dude. You guys are – this is exhaustingly boring, and uh, I don't know why you're butthurt on some random fucking person on Twitter. It's like, dude, if these people are talking shit to you about libertarianism, show up to a libertarian event they're at. They're not going to do shit. Most of these people are fucking neck bearded weirdos. And that goes for the women as well. They're neck bearded weirdos. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. No. And that's, I also think that's why we're bad. I think that's why internet we're bad uh, internet people. It's because like, we're not, internet is drama and it's supposed to be drama. And like, well, it, yeah. when you're a personality, it's supposed to be drama. And we've kind of like avoided all the drama. Like avoided What's, uh... it. Let's uh, make up a fight between me and you. What are we just on Twitter? Be? I don't know. It's on Twitter. I don't know, dude. It'd just be really funny if people are like, oh my God, Luke and Typo They're are beefing. fighting on Twitter. They're <laughs> beefy. They're beefy. Full stop. I know. I know, dude. I don't know what it is, dude. Like people, so and then, but the okay. This is what the weirdest is. I can kind of understand people beefing. Like I don't. I'm not real. I on Twitter. I'm not about it. I think it's kind of dumb. I think. I think it's like a massive group text, and it's just like, bro, if you are in a group chat with your boys, and they just start talking shit in the group chat, like, what are we doing right now? Well, what then, what is? And this? then and then you leave the chat because you're upset because you <laughs> yes, talk too much shit. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's like, yes, dude, you're dude. a bitch. Like you're a yeah. bitch. Like I'm sorry, yes. you're a bitch. And you were being like, a bitch. What's going on right now? And then a week later, they're like, hey, can I? But, uh, can you put me back in the group chat? And it's like, all right, yeah. you fucking faggot. Yeah, like get back in the group chat. But if you do it again, we're not gonna let you back in. You're gonna have to fucking do something for it. Yeah, but like, I don't know, dude. Like, I just think that there's just. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe I'm not captivated in the internet culture as much as others. So I'm not so worried about what my image looks like. I mean, my, my, I don't care. I mean, look at your hair. My, I have fucking Jew hair and my profile picture is me, my face plastered on a paraplegic that works for Walmart. Like I just, (laughs) it doesn't fucking bother me. 
Like, I don't <laughs> hate this shit. Seriously. Dude, that, those memes were the best. You're the Walmart. You're our Twitter, our, our Twitter Walmart greeter. Dude, that was yeah. the best joke. That was one of the best jokes. We should, you know what? We should, like, at a certain point in this episode, we should, like, get in an argument with each other. And we're then, gonna um, I don't, I don't know. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll brainstorm it, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to get in an argument with each other and then we're going to clip it. Right. We're going to clip it. And, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, this is, we're going to clip two parts of it. So like, we're going to clip a part of it, like where you're being like fucked up to me, no context. And then we're going to clip another part of uh, me being fucked up to you with no context and we're going to start a Twitter beef and then we'll post it. Oh, from this point, we should go podcast uh, from this point from the podcast is where uh, the beef started and we should just share it. Maybe we create a burner and somebody posts it. Right. And then, you know, like this <laughs> yeah, is where no, the one, beef... no one's going to be. No one's going <laughs> to. We're so this, uninteresting. This is no one's the... going to be like biting the bullets. Fighting. They're not going to they're not going to go. They're not <laughs> they're not going to go listen to the whole episode. They're just going to go because you know how you can share like. <laughs> uh the clip uh yeah, yeah timestamp yeah, yeah, yeah. on youtube so yeah, yeah, right yeah when yeah. you click you click the 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 link and it takes you to the timestamp so you don't listen to the whole part before that yeah so we can we it just takes them to that point they're not going to hear all this they're not going to yeah, hear yeah. all this and then you know whenever we decide to do it that's where we share it from or we just i think no i that, think it'd be a and better then let idea you, let it like build up better idea Oh, I don't even know. This is such a good idea. I don't know if I want to spill it to the audience because <laughs> we might actually do it. A okay. better idea is we connect with like another podcast and we'll be like, let's start a fake beef. Talk shit on talk shit on Twitter. Instagram. Maybe we do it with. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure Maybe we'll figure out who to do it with. I was thinking but, we should do I mean, with, like Seaburn. That's right. Well, that's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to like give it out. Oh, but who cares because because everybody else on twitter that doesn't listen to us that is in this yeah. liberty sphere we could if we blow it up enough like we could fuck with a lot of people we could fuck yeah. with a lot of people. because uh, yeah especially on twitter like twitter is its own little thing like i don't know i i mean like what if what pay, if we i don't fake, pay attention that much on instagram i don't know if there's Seaburn. beefs <laughs> What's up with you and always wanting to dox people, dude? <laughs> well, I mean, everybody has such a big deal with it, so you know. No, uh, what? True. I don't. Maybe all right. Maybe not dox, because people take that a little too seriously, and then they go and dox you after doxing somebody, which is the wildest fucking thing in the world. I mean, I understand to a point, but at the same time, yeah. it's like, all right, you're both yeah, bitches dude. now. Like, <laughs> if I get doxed, I need friends. So, <laughs> so please come, come to my house. Come, come show up, guys. Oh, what's up, dude? I heard what you said on your podcast, dude. You listen to the podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become you. best friends? No, I'm here to be someone. Ass. We just you know became how, best friends. You, you want know the top honored, the bottom? You know how honored I'd be where someone is so angry. They have to show up to where somewhere I'm at that they're mad because of something I said on my bot. Dude, I would be like, oh my God, dude, I made it, bro. We should, <laughs> Mom, I we made should, it. We should 
fake docs people like people like big people in the libertarian party someone fake docs jared did you see that no i didn't see it (laughs) (laughs) they put like jared uh i forgot what the name they put but it was jared something completely made up and then a completely fake address and someone's like did you just really dox jared (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny because well obviously we know who jared is well, it would be it would be really funny if we, you know, like we get the big people. So like uh, Martha, because she's in it right now. Fucking Dave Smith. Um, you know, just pick a fucking address on there and then be like and just start tweeting them out and see what happens. Like, yeah. I think no Nick context Sarwak actually got doxxed. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, this yeah, was a while ago we could do we could do sarwak we can do matt walsh we'll talk about him um we can do like a couple a couple people but just tweet it out we'll tweet it out from the biting the bullet page jesus christ like why not like block. why what oh, oh no they block us for sending fake addresses oh, no, 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 like, no, 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 i mean sorry not blocked i mean like that might get us kicked off twitter oh no oh, well. i think doxing's a bannable offense i think oh, i don't know well I don't know. I don't know. I said we got to do something though, because honestly, I just want to. Well, it seems I, drama. I want to. I want to watch oh, the that's world what burn. I, that's what I was gonna say earlier. So there's this weird group of people in Twitter too that they're not really beefing with anyone. They're not. They're not fighting. They're not in. They're not the ones that did anything. They're not the ones that are victim of anything. But they insert themselves into the argument. Yeah, and that's the weirdest shit to me too. That I was I was fucking with the other day. Well, just me. Uh, no. He was like, "Are you a real marine or a pogue?" And I was like, "When? How long do you think it's gonna take me to? How long do you think it's gonna take for him to uh, tell me about his car?" I'm gonna. And he was like, "And he was like, I I I I was uh I don't need to I don't even have a car I would never." fib about being a combat vet or i never lie about being a combat vet i was i was a uh a navy corpsman that gave this that or the other to marines uh to keep them battle ready and i was like all right bro like so now you're gatekeeping (laughs) a thing you're not even a part of first off are you a real marine or a or a pogue i was like you're gatekeeping something you're not even fucking a part of and second, you were a fucking corpsman. You know, shout outs to all the fucking corpsmen out there that like actually did some shit to save people's lives, regardless of if they were Iraqi or Marine. Yeah, we Corps. forgive you but, for your faggotry. Yeah. <laughs> and your cross-dressing abilities. Um, <laughs> but, you know, not only were are you gatekeeping that, you are arguing about libertarianism and using the military as your as you're like oh you're not a real man and it's like i don't know if uh you know using the military uh to argue how libertarian you are um i don't know how that's gonna work out buddy <laughs> like he was arguing like oh i actually uh, oh so this guy's a, a libertarian, libertarian? oh yeah 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 he's a libertarian oh. that was arguing he was calling the uh the tower gang guys like faggots or something like that and so i shared i shared him I shared him and I was like, I'm going to, all I said was, I'm going to tell my kids this was Tower King Cole. 
because he looked like fucking Cole from Tower King, but with a goatee and fat. I did. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Tweet, actually, so I, didn't, was, I, didn't, I didn't know that was actually a beef because <laughs> I don't well, take it seriously. It, it wasn't, but he got all offended by me. Call, he, oh. called me a, he called me a simp and I was like, I don't know how that simp and that was just kind of fun. Like that was just a joke. But he had been calling people simps because they were arguing with Martha and this, that or the other. And so then I just went and shitted on him about the military. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Who's Martha? I don't. Martha's the fucking Latino chick down in uh, uh, in Florida oh. that freaked out with uh, Top Lobster. I saw. I saw a few of those. Man. That was I, I gave... that was actually really fucking funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Top Lobster was like, I just you're the only because uh, she wants to reach out to more um you know of the latino fucking crowd in florida and she wasn't i don't know um greeted the proper way that she felt that she deserved to be in the florida lp convention it's Mm. like okay and she was like i'm she basically said she's the only latin person there or latin american person there at the lp convention yeah in florida which is entirely untrue and then Top Lobster was like, no, you're not the only one there. You're the only one that has to scream it from the rooftops when you walk in. Like, <laughs> that was kind of mm. like the whole point. And then it went off and she's like, this is the type of toxicity that I'm talking. And this is why I'm leaving the LP. And it's like, good. dude, when people good. say shit like that, there's a lot of us that are like fucking good because then you weren't part of the LP. I'm not even saying that you weren't part of the RP because this is just a clear, constant, continuous part of the lp is people saying this is why i'm leaving the lp i don't care if you leave the lp or not yeah i, re- like, I really don't okay. fucking care the- but you virtue signaling that you're leaving the lp and you're gonna take your followers with you like don't let the door hit you bitch like nobody yeah, gives like, a fuck like i i don't understand like i okay my framework is i don't take twitter very seriously yeah. i follow it for like news and shit because it's actually pretty rapid like you'll find something that happened yeah. a lot faster than you'll find it when like the TV starts talking about it or whatever, or people talk about it on their podcast or whatever. So, oh yeah, when people get butthurt <laughs> on Twitter, I'm like, dude, if okay, if the Libertarian Party is going to become something that is an actual threat, like that's the goal, right? Like that you want to become something that's a threat to the establishment. Absolutely. If you can't take someone talking shit to you on Twitter, what are you going to do when Jim Acosta says something about you on CNN? Because it's going to. Yeah. It's going to like, be there's rough. A, there's a lot of your followers that think you're an OnlyFans girl. Uh, what do you have to say about that? It's going to be rough. <laughs> like they're going to slander you so bad yeah. that people might show up and be violent toward you. Yeah. <laughs> And these people don't get it. Like, I swear to God, these people don't get it. Like, this is the thing. Like, you need to understand, like, you were going after the CIA. <laughs> Let's just. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is the CIA going to do to stop you from being a threat? What they dude, do to I... a president? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, man. Dude, that's what I, I think. That's what I think. That's why we were drawn to, like, the Mises caucus when we first heard it, because we. Heard Dave Smith say, I, I know it was something big that we talked about all the time. It was like, 
oh, you guys are at, well, he would talk to the loser brigade. He's like, oh, you guys are at war. We're at fucking war. You're mad about a bunch of fucking words when you're going to go up against the literal CIA and the FBI. Like what the, that's the fucking war, man. That's what the war is. And you're getting upset about words I fucking use. Like go yeah. fuck yourself, crawl your, go dig a hole, go, go dig a fucking hole. Some of you, it's going to have to be deeper because you guys are thick fucking bodies. Go dig a fucking hole as deep as you can crawl into it and then have one of your dumbass friends bury you and then just keep going down the line because you have no place here. Like in, in my opinion, like the LP, I, it doesn't have to be militant, but it has to be like almost, inc- it has skin. to be incredible. It has to be incredibly strong. You have to be comes- thick skin. Yeah. Because you're literally going to get the shit end of the stick on everything. So you have to be accustomed to constantly losing and getting belittled and talked down to and treated like you're nothing, which is why I think you and I were brought into this because we were fucking masochistic, dumbass bitches that joined the fucking Marine Corps. And we we're like, oh, I'm used to this. I can do this all day. Like, it's you no can problem. Shit on my, you can shit on my life as much as you want to. I'm going to laugh because it's hilarious. You see these, yeah, my life it, does to suck. Us, to us, it was like, dude, we're watching like internet losers. It, that talk like you're you're being called a racist on the internet. Who fucking cares? I was like, well, like, and we talk cares? about it all the time. It's like, what what era did y'all grow up in that you are butthurt about the way people talk to you? Like, holy fuck! You must have not played any fucking video games. Never played in any. <laughs> never played in any sports whatsoever. I mean, oh the amount God. of times that I got called a fucking bitch or oh um, my God. Uh, you know, by the players whites, you were playing against and your coach and your own, and your own team. Like it didn't fucking yes. matter. You would talk shit. Like I grew up in an era of talking shit. Like that's how I felt. Like, I don't understand how these other people in my fuck, my fucking age group, like our age group. Like, I don't understand how they can react like this. And they're like, Oh, but it should be better. It should be better. Jake. It should be better. And it's like, bro, we, you we don't say things like that. Shut the fuck up. We shouldn't because you're about to get like smacked the fuck up. This is an equal opportunity culture now. You can catch left fists and right fists. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, yeah, I just like I don't know what happened from the 90s to the 2000s. 90s Public was definitely schools, well, I, well, 90s was definitely a smack your ass up culture like. You could still get in street fights and the cops would just break it up and you could go home. You know what I mean? You could still do that. 2000s, like in my high school, you could get in street fights, but you if you got caught, you could get in trouble. But a lot of oh, people yeah. didn't call the cops. Oh, 20, yeah. Yeah, towards the end of the 2010s, like that's non-existent. Like we didn't get in street fights in bars or anything like that because we knew there was, a, there was something separate that happened where it was like, no, you get in a street fight, you're getting charged with, you know, a fucking assault. You're getting charged sure. with assault. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, yeah. No matter. And and so like it, it like all changed. Like you couldn't smack smack somebody the fuck up for talking a little too much. And that's I think that's honestly the problem. People are allowed to talk so much without any repercussion. And so people try to use words to combat them. And then they're not as smart with their fucking words. And so they're like you're racist. You're a misogynist. 
Yeah. And then they pinch their nipples and go on their way and fucking yippee ki into a rainbow. Yeah, because this this woke culture, like everyone kind of kind of like kind of understands, like they're not serious. They're just no. using this, they're using this shit as a way to disregard your convictions, your principles, your your what you're saying. That uh, like like if you can't handle words on a massive on a group chat like what what do you yeah. what do you think is gonna happen when they're like like this is this is the thing too is like we kind of grew like this little like boogaloo mentality with our podcast a little bit right yeah or it's like or i mean it's not that we're we're not advocating for political violence but it's not that we're like but we're uh, ready for it but like, yes, you want to be ready or at least have the mindset that political violence is very possible in this day and age. It's yeah. a very real thing. Yeah. And like that's that's like that's like the mentality that like that was kind of in the military as well. Is like you who cares what the fuck someone says to you? This is a life or death situation. And it's like when we like left the military, it wasn't like we like, I don't know, like we came into this world where like. The biggest, the best shit talkers in my life have always been my friends. Yeah. They're better at talking shit, getting under my skin than anyone I know. And when that, like, I don't know, maybe it is like our culture. Maybe it's just how our friendship is. Maybe it's not healthy. I'm not saying it's healthy. I don't know. (laughs) I don't fucking know. But like my friends are better at getting under my skin and know what pushes my buttons. But I know it's all in good fun. At the end of the yeah. day, it's all in good fun. And they're trying, they, that's what, they, that's what, that's the one thing that I love about my friends is they're, they're trying to force a reaction out of me. They're trying, they, they don't even care what they're saying, if it actually hurts my feelings, whatever bullshit. They're trying to force a reaction out of me because that's when you know you won. <laughs> that's how you know. And that's why, and that's why like Twitter kind of sucks. That's why that, Twitter yes. kind of sucks. Because you can force a react, like I feel like I force reactions very quickly. I get what I like I, that satisfaction, you know. Because it takes oh, some time it. to get it. It, it takes some time it, to dude. get under your friend's skin. It takes all so, like it, especially our friend group. It takes a while. Like it's a beautifully orchestrated roast. You know yeah, what I mean? You know, you know like, what we do the most. You got the sports section going. <laughs> you got the yeah. You got dude. But there's one friend that we have that it's easy to get under his t- skin about oh, sports baby. teams. Oh baby, and we know, <laughs> and we, we know, know baby. and it's so great. And I'll just text him and I'll piss him off. Like I'll just text him <laughs> one quick thing in the middle of the week. Uh, like I haven't texted him this week, but I'm gonna text him this week and be like, "Uh, how about them boys?" And he's gonna be like, "Dude, shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk to you or some shit like that." Yeah, yeah, but, you yeah, know, yeah. Like there's. But there's there's something about like finally getting under your friend's skin because all of us are, you know, we're pretty fucking thick skin. Like at this point, yeah. you don't want to show the you don't want to show the reaction. You show you emotion, show you reaction. lose, buddy. Well, yeah, you lose. So, you don't, so when you're when you're when you're working on it, you know, it's and you got either by yourself, it's just one on one, or it's like your boy in you and the guy that you're trying to get under their skin because they it's usually because they did something that was like you could tell they're off that day. They like reacted a certain way to something that you were like, Oh, he's being a bitch today. Let's go. Like, it's time to fucking get down. Like we're going to, we're going to make this bitch cry today, you know, because (laughs) we're not, he doesn't, he needs to stop showing this type of emotion, not because um, showing emotion is bad. It's because this 
showing of emotion is bad. Yeah, because and specifically so, what they're mad about is annoying. Is, yeah. So it's like either talk. Well, and usually it's like either talk about what you're actually upset by or shut the fuck up. Don't just lash out. That's usually what it is. It's usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You're not going to talk about what you're actually upset by. So you're just going to lash out about stupid shit. So we're going to fucking either the press government. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, we're going to press, we're going to fucking press you until you actually talk about what you're upset by or until you leave the room. So you stop acting like a little bitch about little things. And so Dude, it's like, toxic as fuck. It, it's beautifully orchestrated though. So it takes a while because everybody's so goddamn hard headed that it takes a while. And so it's like, you know, you got your, you're, you're conducting an orchestra when you're getting under your buddy's skin. You're, you're hitting the horns at the right time. You're saying the violinist or the string section to do what they need to do. You're bringing it up real loud and aggressive when the drums need to be. And then you silence it all out and let the trumpets do their fucking inch, their, their solo. And then you bring it all together and that's when you hit. But on fucking Twitter, you throw one fucking you're a cunt joke out there and the whole goddamn place loses their mind. And it's kind of annoying. And it's like, well, I don't want to play with you anymore. This is stupid because it's like, that oh. was too easy. It wasn't fun. They could say something. They could say something that straight up, like, like, but people can like, like, it's not that hard to embarrass me. Like if you fucking listen to our podcast, I've admitted a bunch of dumb shit that I've done in my life. I fucking have said what I, I like, the things that fucking the most embarrassing parts of my life I've said on this podcast. Yeah. And someone can say something on Twitter that would be like, Oh, you son of a bitch. But it would be, if it was funny, I'm like, damn, that's good. That's good. Cause like, I can, I, I don't know what it is, but I can like laugh at myself. And I, but like, if someone is disregarding like something I'm saying with personal attacks, I know I've kind of won. Yeah. Because when you're arguing with your friends, like we've, we've, I, we talk about this all the time. We've argued in our backyard about like dumb shit and shit. We didn't even really know about, but we're just arguing, you know, it's fun. I love it. Yeah. And we're arguing. And then, you know, you've like kind of beat your friend intellectually when they're like, yeah, but you're short as fuck. Like, no, all right. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to move the you conversation. Ga you gaslighting me right now? You gaslighting <laughs> me right now? Yeah, dude. It's like okay, yeah, five eleven ass bitch yeah. there, type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, dude. Yeah, well, you have two moms, so fuck you. I'm like, <laughs> so like, and it's like, you know, it's like, mm, okay, it's like, okay, mm. okay, yeah. I know what just happened here. Yeah, and most people like, know. But like, yeah. if you could be funny, if you can transition and do like clowning your friend <laughs> because you lost an argument, you're a master. <laughs> yeah. Especially if, if, if you can know the real mastery and we've all done this at times, especially you, me and Nick, we've all done this at times where all the jokes are hitting you. All the jokes are hitting you. And you're just like, damn, dude, I can't get out of this. And then you find that one thing in somebody else. And like, so it's like two on one, especially in our group. It's usually like a two on one situation. Well, it, yeah. We'll just say it's rusted. a group of guys. Cause yeah. if you're the, if you're the pinch point where everyone's clowning on you, you got to find yeah. a way out. You got to yeah. find a way so, out. Dude. So then, and then like they, they hit you with one thing and you deflect it. 
you deflect that one. You're like, bing, and it hits your boy. And you're like, yes. you're talking about this like me, but we ain't talking about this bitch that yes. did all this <laughs> shit. And then everybody's like, bing. It's like, bing, bong. We're going to this motherfucker. Yeah. How yeah, do you yeah. feel about Joe fucking Biden? <laughs> yeah. And then you just yeah, go like, after him. Yeah, dude. It, it would be like when, like, like everyone, like, I don't want to say their names exactly, but we would have like our friend group in Okinawa where like, if the one person starts laughing too hard and you're like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Yeah. <laughs> Hector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. And he was always the one too. It yeah, was always yeah. fucking Hector, man. <laughs> Hector would laugh a little too hard at a joke. He would laugh a little too hard at a joke and everybody would be like, not you, motherfucker. No, you laugh, you're not. But not you're not laughing that. You hard. can't be you the loudest always, one laughing. Yeah, you can't be the loudest. And then he'd always make some stupid joke about the person, and everybody'd be like, "Oh, it's your turn, baby. Open them." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dude. was a stupid ass joke. It's your turn. Yeah, dude. Like I don't know. I, I. That's what. That's why my whole like when people get so butthurt on Twitter, like I kind of love. If I got a bunch of like hate messages under my fucking social media, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" <laughs> like, yeah, dude. It's like I'm ex- the best. I'm excited that people are like butthurt, especially when it's something I'm like, I'm not even gonna say that like we're right about everything, even though we are. No, the, I'm not even saying I'm right about everything, but just because if I said something that I passionately believe in. And I fucking get under their skin where they're so mad. We're like, how could dare you say that? How could yeah. you say that you're that people in the military just trained to kill children and an instinct? And, and <laughs> that's all they do. Well, and I'm like, well, I'm like, oh, and then I get a bunch of these people that want to like dox you and shit. And like, okay, dude, I'm like, please, I need friends. <laughs> who's going to show like who? Who is actually going to show up here and be a threat? Like yeah. maybe it's maybe it's also because we're so small and tiny of a podcast <laughs> that we're not scared. Like a mob shows up, it's like, damn, dude. Dude, a mob shows up over around here. I'm not the only one gonna be blasting, bro. Like I'm in the ghetto, dude. Like they're not just gonna let a whole bunch of people mob outside of these apartments. No. And it's not because they're gated. These apartments ain't gated, but <laughs> the people that live around me. <laughs> They're not just going to like having a whole bunch of fucking people, especially because the people that are going to be is going to be some white liberal ass eight by five by 11s. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they're going to be like, nah, bro, like you can't stay here. Like, I, I'm not even going to act like I know who they are. They can say my name all they want. And I'm going to be like the fucking Tyrone and Miguel, they'll handle it. Like, <laughs> you know, like that. They're not going to do anything here. These people aren't going to, yeah. they're not going to do anything here. And, you know, like, it's just, it's just stupid. And, and, and honestly, and I that's mean, what's it, also- like one of the best, one of my best, this, this last week, one of my favorite times this week on Twitter was when I told this, uh, one of the ladies that was uh, shitting on, or she was talking shit to Top Lobster. And I was like, breaking white liberal woman tells or explains multiculturalism to puerto rican male or something like that and she got all upset she started talking about voting this that or the other and she kept voting? saying how yeah because that's what a whole uh 
Martha's fucking stick was. And that's what it was all oh, off of was Martha's stick about voting and getting the Hispanic vote and women vote and stuff like that. And she was like, women vote. And I was like, yeah. And that's the problem with the 19th Amendment. <laughs> and, you, and then, you know, like, you know, like people, you know, we want to get a little serious. <laughs> I'm not saying that's bad that, you know, we gave you equal rights to women voting. But is more people voting really good for society? Yeah, in any situation. It, yeah. Well, and that's yeah. like, but that's what I, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I was like, I don't give a shit about anybody voting. And I said that to her multiple times. And she's like, but the, but women vote. And I was, and she was saying it in the, yeah, yeah. (laughs) she was saying it in the sense that they like, they could be deal breakers in the vote. And I was like, well, yeah, well, I guess because the way she was saying it was like, they're the ones that, you know, women vote. Like we really need the women vote on the libertarian sphere. You guys are making a mistake uh, saying that it's good. Martha's getting out of here kind of thing. And I was like, well, if women vote, then I guess I have them to blame for fucking Bush senior, Clinton, fucking <laughs> Bush. Uh, you can Obama, bring the white women, dude. Trump and goddamn Biden. And she was like, that's not that's not what I'm saying. And I was like, and then I don't know. She said something about something being, um, you know, a uh, like. If it, if it was just non-existent, it wouldn't, uh, or no, it was about the frat boys because they kept calling, uh, the Mises, the Mises frat or something like that. And I was like, that's just, I just disregard your, your statement after you say frat. And she was like, it's kind of how I, uh, uh, it's, you're just mad because it's not funny. It's true. And I was like, kind of like the 19th amendment or something like that. And then she got real butt hurt. And then some people picked up on that. And that was good because I like got another zinger in there. I got her with the 19th Amendment twice. It's the joke. It's the joke. It's yeah. You want to hear yeah, something yeah. funny? Like, and they're like, like, what? And it's like women's rights. And it's like, ha, ha, ha. It's every, funny. But it's not like is, a really funny joke. It's just like it's I'm getting under your nerves because yes. if you don't think it's funny, if you don't think it's funny because it's such a stupid it's funny because it's, it's a stupid, stupid joke not because stupid. it's making fun of Are we trolls? It's funny <laughs> yes yeah well i think we're worse than trolls because i don't even we're feel not, no, the same shit that these trolls we're worse do. than trolls because we're not good trolls yeah <laughs> like, I, I, we're I not, can see that like like i'm not like i don't i don't know i'll throw everything if i if i'm a fucking if i'm going after a libertarian i'm talking about oh. roads yeah i'm gonna talk about roads uh, and I'm going to do it for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to bring, bring up, up Lou Rockwell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, who hey, I got wrote you. extensively our, I got, on our, roads. I'm our, like, racist. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm, I'm going to do one better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use our word of the day and gaslight it. And I'm going to, I'm going to say. I'm learning. You, ha- I need you hate roads. How dare you? How are people supposed to, you know, it's, it's just so easy. It's so easy to piss off the libertarian base. It's so easy to piss off the Republican base. It's you know, so easy you know, to piss off the Democratic base. Have, it's have like you, when I first got into this, oh, I'll finish this thought and then you go. But like when I first got into this, I was like, damn, libertarians actually have a thick skin. And that's because the libertarians that we found at the time were, you know, Dave Smith, who has a pretty thick skin. You know, he, he catches a lot of hate, Ca- pretty thick skin. And then fucking car 
and goddamn Bird and Aaron from TLE, who were like the people that we talked to they don't the most take, in they the don't, Libertarian Party. They don't take and they literally they don't take it seriously at all. So they were all about like our stupid ass jokes. They were all about our stupid ass jokes. And maybe not all of them, but like they gave us love when love was due. And they thought that shit was funny. And yeah. I appreciated them for it. And because like they were all about like just be stupid. Just just people, fucking take this yeah. as a joke. And people think like, don't get me wrong. Jared can be like a savage on Twitter. You can be a fucking savage and say the worst thing ever. But like, let me let me just explain something a little bit about the Marine Corps. Jared's not the most savage person. No, like no, Jared even wasn't even close to the most savage person. I was probably one of the most savage people Maybe. in our group in the Marine Corps. But I'm saying that there's I mean, people uh, that are worse than Nick. Nick was savage. <laughs> yes, like what we like what men. In the apex, a majorly apex society, the Marine Corps, or I'm, I'm sure it's maybe similar in like other parts of the military as well, but we only know the Marine Corps, which is like the only reason you join the Marine Corps is if you're completely fucking lost and if you need to prove yourself as a man. Yeah. So the Marine, the Marine Corps is like perfect for that. So it's everyone, everyone in the Marine Corps, when you know you know 100 that your life will be much shittier in this branch it's not something that's hidden it's not something that's that like everyone everyone assumes in this society that if you join the marine corps it's hard as fuck and don't get me wrong on your mental capability it can be even if you're a bitch taxing. that joins yeah, it, it can even be if you're it can be even if you're the man of men and you join when you realize the retardation that happens in the Marine well, Corps. And there's always a bigger man. That's one always. thing you realize in the, in the Marine Corps. There's yes. always a bigger man. It always. may not be physically bigger, but rank plays a factor in IQ, apparently. <laughs> or it adds IQ points where you just look no, no, no. stupid for no This is what puts reason. you to test the most in the Marine Corps, is that you realize that the retards get promoted. And you have a retard in charge of you. You have a straight like a straight retard that's yeah. in charge of you in the Marine Corps. And you have to, you have to mentally prepare yourself every day to go to work <laughs> and take orders from someone that could possibly send you into fucking battle from a retard. And you <laughs> understand that from, from somebody that looks like the Walmart greeter profile picture that typo has. <laughs> You, you understand that this person is actually mentally incapable and the Marine Corps only hired him or promoted you, him is because he's you, so obedient. Not because he you, can think outside the box. Because he's a retard and can follow orders. And you realize that in, in the Marine Corps. And when uh, you can what? grasp mentally that the Marine Corps only promotes obedient retards, you get to this stage in life where you can take anything, anything. I was just going to say, like, why do you think there's so many fucking uh, disabled vets that work as Walmart greeters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're homeless. You know why? 
why it's so common for people in the military to be homeless like it's a normal like it's kind of like because they would have been homeless without the marine corps but they just because they well no it's maybe but it's also because they'd rather be homeless than live in this fucked up society where they obey retards yeah (laughs) they'd rather just be high all the time not fucking worry about anything live in the fucking streets then be part of a society where they praise these fucking retards in the military and promote them and then you have to literally go to war for someone that doesn't know their fucking job i mean i mean that's like honestly i've said this multiple times on the podcast the reason why i didn't re-enlist and i had a re-enlistment to my re- if I got my re-enlistment, I would have gone to Iraq. Like that was that was part of my enlistment. Remember, you remember that time period. That was and the deal. Was, yeah, that was the deal. And it was supposed to be an extension. And then they didn't give me the in- extension. And they said you had to re-enlist. And I had I sat there and thought about it because at the time it was like, do I still like because you still kind of felt like a bitch? Like I wasn't at the point yet yes. where I was like, I'm glad I didn't go to combat. Like now I'm at that point. I'm glad I didn't have to ever deal with that. I'm glad I'm not fucking like, it sounds bad. I love Jared, but I'm glad I'm not Jared. He has to deal with shit that I will never have to deal with. I'm glad I'm not Steven or boy. He ha- they, they both have to deal with shit that I never have to deal with. And I for make sure. fun of them for it every goddamn day. Because <laughs> it gets under the skin. <laughs> yeah, because it gets under the skin. Because they believe, and, and that's the thing. And, and the reason why I know it gets under the skin. They believed what you believed. Skin. They believed what I believed at that same moment. And then I made... And I was lucky enough at that point to make a conscious decision. They didn't have that choice. They didn't have that choice to be like, no, no they I were gung-ho still. And, well, they, they wanted were it. but they were, but they, it wasn't a contention of them getting out or staying in. They were going regardless. True. They still had enough True. time that they were going to go regardless. True. And yes, they were gung-ho about it. Understandably so, coming from where we all came from. We were yes. all gung-ho at one point. I was gung-ho. I was going to go if I could get the extension because by the time I got back, I would be getting out of the Marine Corps. So I was like, let's bet. Like, let's do it. Like, I'm fine with that. I could go. I could at least say that I was there and then I could get the fuck out. And, you know, it, it comes with a sense of prestige, you know, that follows you around. I went to Iraq. I went to Afghanistan. I went to, you know, a place. 100%. Where- you wanted that prestige. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone you, you, you wanted that. And it wasn't even so much about going to war because you could go there and say, I sat on a fob the entire time and nobody would even question you. They'd be like, yeah, but you, you were in Iraq. Like, that's all good, brother. You don't have to be like, you know, whatever about it. Yeah, but now there's when levels, ask me, there's levels like, to it. Yeah. 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 And it's like now, like, it's like, well, oh, did you, uh, did you deploy? I was talking to a dude the other day and he was like, oh, did you deploy? And I was like, nah, man, like I got lucky enough. I didn't have to deploy or anything like that. I was in Japan. I got to work with EOD. We went to Guam. Like I got to, I, I had it pretty fucking easy. And he was like, you're lucky, man. And I was like, I know, I know I am. I wanted to, but I'm really glad I didn't. But you know, it's like that, that prestige thing. And so I was very lucky that, but it, it was like relating this back to what you were talking about was, I have said it multiple times on this podcast, my deciding factor were the people in charge of me that I was going to deploy with. It had nothing to do with if my gung ho for what war was went down. I obviously at that point in time, it was the last year of my Marine Corps career. I didn't agree with the war, but I was still just because I was a Marine. I was like, well, I should go to war. I should experience this. 
you know, yeah. it was something that I felt like I needed to experience. But my deciding factor was talking to the gunnies that I was going to deploy with, talking to the staff sergeants I was going to deploy with, talking to the major, talking to the officers, whether they were like there was a captain, there was a couple lieutenants talking to those people and seeing who I was going to deploy with. And I was like, fuck, no, these people are literally going to get me killed. And we're not even going to be in a fucking crazy situation, but they're going to make the situation crazier just for them. And I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Or I was more worried about, I was less worried about me getting killed and more worried about them forcing me to send one of my boots to do something. And then they would get killed. And then being like, no, you can't go do it yourself. They have to do it because you're the sergeant, you know, you're the person that has to stay. So they're going to go do this because knowingly it's dangerous. And I am in a more important position than they are. So we don't want to lose me. And then there's a possibility of losing somebody. So they are going to go instead of you and you have to tell them. And I didn't want that on my conscience. I honestly didn't. I didn't want that to happen. So I was like, I'm out. I'm getting out of the Marine Corps. And then they were fucking furious, but I didn't give a shit. What are you going to do? Force me to stay in? Can't. Well, I, I mean, they can, but they weren't going to. And so, I, you know, that's what you're literally ran by fucking literal retards. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not fucking doing it. And then yeah, you man. fucking get out in the retard and fucking the real world. I almost said retardville, but it's basically retardville out here, too. It's literally one dumbass after the next. Yeah, man, like that, that's one of the most like mind blowing things you experience when you're in the uh, military is because you kind of like you kind of have this assumption that the people that are in charge of you know a lot more than you and are like understand like what you need to do. And then you realize that they're being told what to do. And yeah. you're doing something that's completely fucking retarded. Even when they know that it's retarded. Even when they, they know, know that yes, they will admit that was the worst. They, they would admit that we don't really agree with this, but we have to do it. And you're like, what? And you're just so confused. Because you're yeah. like, well, like, you're telling me that this is dumb. Everyone around me is bitching about it and, and complaining about it and know this is dumb. Why are we doing this? Because you were told. And you're like, that's just not good enough. That is just not fucking good enough for me. Yeah. And and I can't take that in a lot of different aspects of my life. And a lot of, like, like I think everyone's been in that situation, kind of. Yeah. But, like, in the military, it's like, you do it or you're fucking, you're the ostracized from the community. Yeah. And that's, I it's loved, weird. I love I loved how hard you tried on that word. It's a hard word. <laughs> Words are fucking hard. It's like that. It, uh, there's not a mishap. TikTok, it's like onions, tomatoes, balsamic vinegar. <laughs> That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that, I don't know. I just think it's fucking crazy. And then like the fact that you know, all this fucking propaganda is going off right now that Ukraine, that like all this stuff. And it just makes me like, we're looking at the president of the United States. It's Joe Biden. Everyone kind of knows that Joe Biden's not really in charge. 
Like everyone kind of assumes that. That this old dude is fucking is is like he's in charge and like he can't even barely get through a whole fucking conversation without messing up, right? Yeah. This dude, like, if anyone doesn't know, the president is directly in charge of the military. They are in charge. They make the decisions. Now, I don't know if Joe Biden's directly in charge or whatever, but are we really about to go to fucking war <laughs> with Joe yeah, Biden lead, leading the way? Yeah, I don't fucking know. This whole Joe Biden shit and Ukraine shit is going to be one of the wildest portions of the United States history. Like, I don't know how long we're going to last. I really don't. I have no fucking idea. But when we look back on this, on whatever fucking country, non-country that we are, in 60 years, 80 years, when I'm, you know, 90 years old, I'm going to be like, yeah, your fucking great-grandkids are asking you, what was all that about Joe Biden and Ukraine and or you guys going to war under Joe Biden? Because like there's two, right? There's two. It's the Ukraine because of everything that's going on in the Ukraine. And then uh, Iran. I mean, Iran has been the goal for the longest time. And they've talked about Iran openly within the last couple of months, talking about how we might need to go there. And I just I don't know how we're going to explain this part of our history. Like, I really don't, because fuck the military i I, i'm not gonna say the generals and shit because it seems like the generals like at least the higher ones up that are um very involved with you know the president on a daily basis or weekly basis they're they're bought on to this whole wokeism shit which whatever like you're not gonna stop it they're part of they're a cog in the machine they follow orders that's why they got to that position It's not because they made waves. That's for goddamn sure. So, like, Joe Biden can do whatever he wants with that. I I feel like he can do whatever he wants with that. It's not going to fucking matter very much. Like, he can go to war with Iran. He can go go to war for Ukraine against Russia. I just... Take a quick break for our sponsor. Hey, fellow Biting the Bullet listeners, I want to tell you about a new show. It's called How I Embrace the Suck. I interview vets of all types about their time in the military. If you like Biting the Bullet, I really doubt that you would like How I Embrace the Suck. In fact, I'm begging you, don't ever look it up or even listen to it. And most of all, never ever tell your friends or family what a great show it is or how much they will enjoy it. If your friend or relative is unfortunate enough to listen to How I Embrace the Suck, they will get insight into the realities of military life with minimal disparagement or glorification. Here are some terrible clips that I sincerely hope do not pique your interest. But yes, uh, you have to read. Um, and I took reading for Marines, and that's how I overcome it. I'm like laying at attention, ready to show up to my to my first command. Uh, I was so spun up. That's part of my life's mission is to help people with that. So I try to tell people in any bureaucracy, um, especially the ones that will kidnap you if you don't follow the right order, I would start a fucking side hustle tonight. Yeah, exactly. We want to. <laughs> no, it was good. I, it took me a second because I can barely hear. So, uh, like, oh, bird. It, it, it looks like autism because, like, every time we had bird on the podcast, fucking that motherfucker would come up with like a whole fucking PDF file, like all fucking drawn out, like all these notes. We were sitting there like, holy, is this what a real podcast looks like? This is amazing. 
Thank you. Let's get back into it. Going to war against Russia. This is giving me anxiety. Going to war with Russia seems like a bad idea on all fronts, no matter if it's for the freedom of Ukraine or not. Um, there's a lot of things that I've read about Ukraine in general that uh, it could be that a lot of the people there want to be a part of Russia or at least um, annexed by Russia, kind of like we do with Puerto Rico. And then there's a lot of people there that want to be, you know, the free state of Ukraine. I don't know. I don't I don't really know. You don't know the sentiment of the public as well because you're only getting half of the media. But Ukraine has always has been a hot topic. Dude, I didn't know shit about the Ukraine while we were in the Marine Corps. I didn't know a goddamn thing about the Ukraine while we were in the Marine Corps. Wasn't talked about. No, it wasn't talked about at all. But since I've been out since 2016, right? I got out in 2000. Yeah, since 2016, I feel like every year we've talked about the Ukraine. I feel like almost every year the Ukraine has been brought up because something was going on there. Ukraine was trying to, or Russia was trying to move into the Ukraine and has been trying to move into the Ukraine. But then I hear a lot about like the rebels in the, in the Ukraine, you know, not being, you know, actual people from the Ukraine. They're, they're not that they're just not, or they, yeah. they're, or they don't represent a, a they don't represent portion the, of their populace the population. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that that's right because honestly, if we were to be fully honest, like the libertarian party doesn't represent um, a large portion of our populace, but we think we know what's right for other people. True. And I I think, I I don't know what, I don't know what the rebels in Ukraine are fucking saying, or if it's just the state government that's fighting against Russia. I don't really know. And you can, you can go into it. I'll just finish this is uh, you know, at least in our case, when it comes to libertarians in the United States, um, I fully believe it's for the good of all people, not saying that it's easier for all people. And we're not fighting the government in the sense of uh, guns and rifles right now. Um, But I just, it's an imposing force. And if the United States had that libertarians would fight against that too. Even if the yeah. overwhelming majority of the population would say that China becoming our, uh, our leader was a bad thing. So I don't, I don't really know how it is with Ukraine. I haven't looked into it as much as well, like other people. The big, so. the easiest question, the big question is not that like, you know, what's right for Ukraine or right for Russia. Cause honestly, why the fuck do Americans yeah. care? Yeah. Like no, the biggest thing is you need to ask is if we go to war, a conventional war with Russia, are you willing to send your family member? Like I don't have kids. A lot of people have kids, but are you willing to send your little cousin, your little brother over to go fight Russia because of Ukraine. Have you ever met a fucking Ukrainian in your entire life? I yeah, never I, have. So this is one of those things that I've always been torn about. Um, I am fully. And, and this is also something that the United States doesn't allow. Um, if you believe in that fight. I believe you should go and fight in it. If you if you if you think that you can help, then you should go and help. Like, I believe that you you should be able to go and help. In the United States, you're not going to go and you're not going to be a United States citizen. Go and fight with the Ukrainian fucking rebels against Russia. You're not allowed to do that. 
I don't know if our, I don't think that our military necessarily should be involved. I don't think that they should be involved at all. Even if they were fighting for the libertarian paradise, I don't think that we should send troops over there to help the Ukrainian rebels to fight the Russians. What if Mexico wanted to take back their land that used to be theirs here in the United States? Parts of Texas, parts of uh, Arizona, parts of California, whatever, Nevada, whatever. If, if Mexico was like so like, you know what, we want our shit back. You took from us, I don't know, 200 years ago or whatever, like 100 years ago, whatever the fuck it was that we took land from Mexico. I don't remember. But Mexico wants it back. Should a Russian kid come over to Mexico and fight that war? As long as he believes in it, yeah. Like that, I, I, just, I don't. I don't I, think. The, I don't think the Russian government should send its troops. But if a Russian kid wants to, then a Russian kid should be able to. Sh- sure, but I'm saying is like a should military yeah. on on a massive scale, Russia take their children to go settle a dispute no. between Mexico and the United States? No, 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 no. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree like, with that. Like, because, like, let's just be honest. Most people in the United States have, like, never interacted with the Ukrainian in their entire life. We have no idea what their culture is like. We have no idea what those people believe in. But all of a sudden, we're about to send our kids, children, like, fucking young 20-year-old dudes to go fight other Russian people over something that we don't, we don't even fucking understand. Yeah, we don't, we, don't we, don't, even, we don't even fucking know. How many how many United States, like people in the United States have been to the Ukraine enough to understand its geopolitical less like, than one percent? Oh yeah, by far, by like a lot. Like there's I, I think I, I don't remember. I read I read somewhere like the amount of people that have traveled outside the United States, like percentage of the population. And it's like very low. It's very low. Yeah. It's surprised, but it's like surprisingly low for for a country that is so superfluous, you know, just you know, very flamboyantly, we have money, you know. That's kind of like that's kind of how I see the United States. You know, a lot of people are just like, we have more money than the rest of the world. They do not go to the rest of the world. Like they do not go to the rest of the world at all. And it's kind of wild. Like as many as, as much as people travel, the population percentage to people that have traveled outside the United States is incredibly low. When I I also understand that, you know, in Europe and places like that, it's higher because they are a lot closer geographically. Like I understand, I understand. And honestly, I don't even really count a weekend trip at Mexico as really leaving out of the United. I mean, yeah, I I guess technically speaking, because imagine imagine a Chicagoan go to go to fucking Mexico. That is a culture shock. That's a culture shock. Okay, I yeah, I agree with that. You know, I agree. I I you know, Arizonian going to Mexico, fucking Phoenician or fucking person from hopping the border at El Paso. Like really? Did you leave the culture around you? 
Yeah. Did you no, leave, no, is no, the no, culture no. really that much different? No, it's not. It's not. It's 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 a very similar culture. The only well, the only part with Juarez, which our our buddy Mario would fucking argue, is Juarez is incredibly more ghetto than uh it's literally like a cartel capital on the border of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> But he's like, I know El this Paso. because I have cousins. But, yeah, because <laughs> he was born there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, like it's just it's just one of those things where it's I think a lot of people say this, and I think a lot of people in other countries say this about Americans, incredibly naive. We are incredibly naive. I agree. And I yeah, I 100 percent agree. I couldn't agree more no matter how good we are comparatively to other people uh how well off we are we are incredibly naive to what the rest of the world is and yes um even even when it comes to state to state we are incredibly naive the amount of people that travel to different states is higher than travel to different countries but still lower than the amount of people that travel between um the uk on a daily basis like uh it's it's insane it's insane so no the united states should never get involved in a conflict between two countries on the other no side matter, of the fucking world on, on the literally on the other side of the world where we have we have no business being the only business being is to save joe biden and his son <laughs> yeah like i like and that's the thing, too, is like Joe Biden will be in charge of the military. And if he's not in charge, because kind of everyone kind of understands that who's, he's who's secretary of defense right now. Lloyd Austin. The right, black dude. right, right, right. We've talked about him before. And like, but but even then, it's like. Dude, we we have this history that's that just happened. Like, look at Afghanistan. It was a complete yeah. failure. It failed on a, an astronomical level. I mean, us leaving was amazing. That's a great thing that happened for this country. We were not dealing with that anymore. But at the same time, it's like even the way we left was fucking embarrassing on a national yes. scale. It's Incredibly so embarrassing. embarrassing. Like the people that we were fighting, one, the people that we were fighting the whole time, we made a deal with. And then the people that were fighting the whole time and we made a deal with at least in the national eyes they took over the country right when we left we spent all this money building up this nation and then the people that we were fighting the whole time just took over so like this is are we really gonna let the architects that created this whole military apparatus that put us in afghanistan in the first place are we really gonna let them lead us into an actual think, real conventional I think, war. I think the other half of that is, do we really have any choice? Like, do we honestly have any choice? Like that's, that's my biggest thing at this point in time. Like here's yeah. We, you and I can sit here and say that the American populace has voted for a non-interventionist president for the last four or for the last two decades. You know, we've we voted yeah. for a non-interventionist president for the last two decades, for the last four presidents. Yeah. And we still have not had. one. So, like, do we really even have a choice? Like, yeah, we can sit here and spout all day about how bad Afghanistan was. 
But if you tell the American populace that the Ukrainians are losing their freedoms to Russians, they're going to support our yeah. troop sticker on the I'll, back of their fucking I'll, Subaru yeah, Outback. I was going to, I'll propose this question. So no. the, the main, the mainstream or the corporate media the, that used to be called the mainstream, and they're not so mainstream anymore. They've lost yeah. a lot of credibility. Thank God. But I'll say this. A year and a half ago, almost two years now, actually, almost two years, they were able to scare the American people enough that where we locked down, fell completely into this COVID bullshit. Do you think that if they wanted to, through a false flag, whatever, whatever way they can, they could drum up enough support to go to war yes. in Ukraine? Absolutely. Yeah. I think... I think no matter how much we think we've won, you know, like our ideology has won and how stupid the leftist culture has looked this entire time. I think if you, you can spin anything as a threat to democracy in the United States, then the people of the United States will sit there and tell you, we should send our the most trained 18 to 20 year olds we have to fight in a war to defend that democracy, even if it's not our own. Because if a democracy, it's, it's like the Red Scare in the fucking 70s and 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. The Red Wall, isn't that what it was called? The Red Wall or I don't know. The red fucking window, who cares? Whatever fucking inanimate object of a house it was. Um, If you can, there's enough people in the United States that believe in the idea that the United States is protecting freedom. Still in the United States, they believe that. Even after this two-year ordeal, they think the courts, especially with that OSHA win, that, that, that Supreme Court win with, OSHA strike or uh, the Supreme Court striking down OSHA. They're like democracy. Our democratic republic works. Our democratic republic works for us. That was a win for freedom. Do I agree? I do agree. I do agree that it was a win for freedom. Do I agree that it's a win for long term freedom? No, I don't. I think it. I think that comes back and bites us in the ass at some point because they're going to. Use it as, see, we're not that bad. We're not authoritarian. We're not, we're not telling you what to believe. Our democracy still works. Even though the mainstream is saying, how could the Supreme Court do this? This is because Trump illegally put on two justices or three justices. Was it two or three? I know two right at the end, three altogether. I think it was right? three. I think it was three. Yeah. Two right at the end, three altogether. It's it's a sham of our democracy. So we have one part of the uh, the convoluted fucking American psyche saying that it's a sham that that got packed down. And then we have the other half of America, the other majority of America. That's how I should refer to it. One majority of America to the other majority of America saying that it wasn't a sham. And this is why our democracy still works. And both both will tell you that we need to save freedom and democracy in another country. 
I, I don't know. I kind of, I think I kind of agree, but there's a little bit of me that's slightly. There's a little bit of you that doesn't want to believe that. Well, there's a little bit of me. So you're going to say that it's true because you think that they've done enough to, to reprimand themselves to look as bad as they have. I think if it was a Republican in office, things would be different. That's why a Republican is getting voted in in 2024. Yeah, I think right after that, they can do whatever war they want. Yeah, I think a Republican could pull it off. Joe Biden in charge. I don't I don't know if they could do it. And, And that's what I'm saying. Clinton, it it with Clinton, it didn't work. Uh, and all right. So with Bush senior, it didn't really work going into Iraq, right? Like it didn't really work. But Bush senior or like the first senior senior. Okay. okay, First time, um, didn't really work. And then Clinton kind of continued it. Didn't really work, but gained a lot more following, gained a lot more following. Didn't really, Yeah, he played off as like more of an anti-war guy, but but was also secretly bombing the shit out of them. So it was like kind of like undercover yeah. shit. Yeah. And and that's what the Democrats are good at. Obama, same thing. We yes. drew down the troops. Yes. We drew down the troops. We drew down the troops. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. bombed the that's... fuck out of the country. Yeah, bombed yeah. The that's what's fuck weird. Out of the country. That's what's weird. It's like... The, and I'm fucking... surprised we didn't go to Iran. Like, like I said, I'm surprised we never went to Iran with Trump. I really thought we were going to. I really thought we were going to. We I mean, just he fucking you know, we just bombed the fuck strike. out of their generals. Yeah, he bombed their fucking generals, and that was like, I mean, I didn't know what to expect from that. Dude, I was do you like, remember, Jesus sorry, do you remember Christ. when when um, the Saudi oil fields were bombed? What happened with that? Who did it? I don't Who know. Did dude. It? I don't. I don't remember that actually. Who did it? You. you but I remember. When I remember. The big oil field got like bombed in what? in Saudi Arabia. I don't remember that. What I do remember is Trump sending like troops there to guard them. And he like kind of like straight up admitted, it was like, well, they paid and we're sending our troops yeah. there. It was a good deal. And it was like, wait, so our people are mercenaries? Like you're admitting that? <laughs> you didn't even try to spin it like for democracy. He was like, they paid. <laughs> I mean, I kind of respect that in a sense where he's just like, they paid we're sending our troops there and it's like well at least you're being honest <laughs> so all right but the latest all right so the the latest um in a spate of assaults claimed by iran backed houthi rebels that's that's who did it iran backed according to the saudis oh, iran it's the, backed oh, houthi the, rebels. the yemen the in yemen they yes. fought the houthis they're fighting back good yeah. good for them dude well that was i mean that was early 2021 that was early really? 2021 i don't remember that we, t- we talked about it and it was okay. it was a big deal it was a big deal because it was like it, it pushed it pushed the price of gas up under trump during the pandemic um even more so than it already was because we were in the middle of a pandemic and sure. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it, it, it's just one of those things where i i think if we get attacked or are are people that think like That's us thing, get attacked, or cultures that look like ours you can show dude I, honestly i don't know if you've seen there's there's some videos of like what it's like in the day of in in uh you know moscow 
a day in the life of a mosque, a person in Moscow. And it looks like a day in the life of a fucking United States citizen. But a lot of people don't see that shit, you know, and the more, but you, there's videos all over of what the Ukraine looks like. There's videos all over of what the Ukraine looks like and a normal, you know, United States citizen has seen it on CNN or has seen it on fucking Fox news or seen it on NBC. One of those fucking places, just videos of, you know, one of those are reporters sitting in the Ukraine and like a major city being like, this is how, this is a war torn city that looks just like ours. You know, like, could you imagine if this was your home? You yeah, know, kind yeah, of for thing. Sure, for sure. And so, so I think, and the fact that we don't see the Russian side of it is one of those things where okay. it's like, so there's people I'll literally say, just going to get bagels in the morning to take to their office to I'll talk about this. fucking spreadsheets and goddamn powerpoints all goddamn i think in in moscow i think fox news has more of a control on if we go to war than any other cable news network yeah and if there's anything that i know about fox news it's that they will eventually flip the script and say let's go to possibly but fucking i'll just say this I don't know. You might be right. I might be a little too more optimistic, maybe a little bit more white pilled than I should be. But I'll say that fucking Tucker Carlson has come out very against this. He's very against the whole idea. He's made the point that we've made on our show here when we say people joining NATO uh, or like if, say, if Mexico and Russia decide to make a deal, then that would be a very egregious thing for for the americans to see and would be very against that just just to fucking just like uh if if you know like we're watching these countries go to battle with each other and uh it's like why why would we give a fuck what happens in ukraine and just like if ukraine joins nato joins this pack they're gonna be like hey we'll go to war with Russia, with the entire everyone in NATO, if you, Russia does something that we de- deem as egregious, just like America, we get pissed. If Mexico does something where they're like, "Hey, if you do something to piss Russia off, we go to war," like that would fucking upset Americans. We'd be like, "What the fuck, Mexico? We let all your people in all the time. We held off on building this wall." <laughs> we go down there and party bro like what do you why are you doing this to us and like half maybe your family some, lives here yeah half your family sends money bag and shit why are you fucking doing this taxed taxed they send their money back taxed no untaxed <laughs> yeah because now they're using bitcoin <laughs> untaxed dude I don't know how many times I've heard it here because they're don't get me wrong. For yeah, a white I know community, the Mexican restaurant, you got some people sending money back home. For a for a white community, you're like you look and you look at the fucking factory here and you're like, where the fuck do all these Mexicans come from? <laughs> you're just curious. You're like, what? And then there's like four trailers in the trailer park that they all live in, and you're like confused. <laughs> It's a fucking clown car. <laughs> <laughs> Scurry out of it like fucking 
<laughs> like <laughs> ants out of an anthill. <laughs> so all of a sudden, these people are like, yo, these people, the, their country's like, yeah, we're going to go join this alliance. And if you fucking get out of hand, we're, we're going to war with you. I don't. I don't see it so much as a war against Russia. I think it'd be like a conventional war against Russia. I think it'll be more so Cold War-ish um, propaganda. Well, I, can, I see it. I don't, I don't think we can get in a hot war. I don't think this country can take it right now. But I think they could potentially, like, we're sending all these arms and military aid to Ukraine. Yeah. And we're going to build up this force or whatever. And yeah, I mean, you guys I mean, Trump. I, I mean, Trump did that. Remember, like Trump did that when, like, the skirmishes early in his fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, early well, he in had his it, yeah. term. He he did that. So, like, I see the same thing playing out. Like, I really don't. I think I, I don't. How far it's, is Kazakhstan from <laughs> Russia? It's Where right below this? it. They're bordering. Uh, yeah, that's what states. I thought. That's what I thought. They were bordering, right? Yeah. So, well, like, I, that's I, where I, Borat is. And yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason I know I knew where Kazakhstan well, was in the first I, place. I, I I figured that they were like right there, like a little south, but bordering. Um, I mean, that was probably it's very general. But at the same time, like I just assumed like if there's any state to go after for Russia, it seems like that one. Right. Like why the Ukraine? And it's because the U.S. is part of the Ukraine. The U.S. is so involved in the Ukraine. And I think, like, I see it as just a way to drum up funding for the American and the Russian system. Like, I think, I think these people all, I think I'm the black pilled one, right? In this podcast, like, I'm the black pilled one. Well, they, okay, I'll even, you know, what, so I'll steal, man. I think man. it's a way to drum up tax dollars, money, whatever for those systems so that they can justify it enough for enough of the population, not the whole population, not a majority, but enough of the population that it doesn't hurt them one way or the other. And, and Russia just got rid of Bitcoin in their entire country. They said, you're not allowed to trade it. You're not allowed to mine it. You're not allowed to do anything like that. I feel like the U S is going to do something like that soon. I feel like they might try it. I'm not, I, it might, I don't think it's going to be as serious as that. But at the same time, I feel like we're going to see some major legislation come through about Bitcoin and they're going to scare people and putting it on their taxes, putting it on their, their statements to the IRS, putting yeah, it yeah. on things like that. They're going to I scare think, people in that. And yeah, yeah. you know what? Like it'll it's a work. Good sign. It'll fucking well, and it'll, but it'll work. Like people are going to do it. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They have so much power over this shit that they can get away with this shit and they can get away with we're arming the rebels in, in Ukraine. Sure. Sure. And it's the sure. same thing. And I think like, that's I, worse. I think, it, sorry, last thing. I think that's worse. I think that shit is worse than conventional warfare because with conventional warfare you have to see it stuck in your face when your people come home yeah and i yeah, think yeah. that's incredibly so, worse so I, I i can agree with you on, on a lot of those things i actually think that they could and and they probably will just like any government would that if they fucking drum up enough uh 
I don't know, seriousness crisis that's going on in Ukraine, they can pass and scare enough of the chicken shit Republicans that like, hey, if you don't fucking, you know, pass this bill or whatever, that it's going to really significant our help and our fight in Ukraine. And let's just say that, like, they're not sending troops there. They're, it's not troops that are being sent there. It's being yeah. like funding, aid, intelligence assistance, whatever the fuck they want to do to help out Ukraine. Because I don't think that Biden, at least right now, that Biden can pull off a war with Ukraine. I think it would piss off his base too much, but also like a bunch of Republican types would be like, I'm not going to fucking war with Joe Biden. Like that, that that's the mentality. But I think they could have the possibility of getting away with sending funding, arms, whatever. And then they can sneak shit into those bills where they're like, yep. yeah, we need to fucking do this, that, or whatever. And if you don't support this, that's un-American of you. And that gets a lot of fucking like red, right-wing type people annoyed, upset. And if they can upset their base enough, you can upset enough Republican voters to vote to do something to help Ukraine. Yeah. And I think but at the same time, they don't need the Republican vote to do that. They need a, you know, it's whatever, what is it? The UMAU or whatever it, the EM, the emergency authorization. Act. Oh, sure. Sure. You know, they don't have I don't, to. I, they don't have to, and they can use it. The only they thing want. is, I don't think if you're playing, I don't know, if you're trying to play this out for a strategic level to the next presidential election, as a Democrat, you cannot get in a hot war. You cannot get in a hot war because that is not what your base wants. Well, and I don't, I, like I said, I don't think they'll get in a hot war. I think they play it out long game as always, just like the COVID shit. It's long game. It's not now. Now sucks, but it's not long game. It's all well, for even politically speaking. I will say the COVID thing is kind of a lose lose yeah. because if you're, if you're, you know, all for the vaccine, the mass mandates, the lockdown, whatever, what the fuck you're all about as your political ideology, and you think this is better for the human society, mm -hmm. when do people see results? Yeah, no, well, no, we've talked about that, right? Like it's it's a lose there's, lose, and they yes. they think they're seeing results, they but they can they have to like make that. up results. They, they have, have to make, make up results. results and they, and they do. And yes, it's kind of backfired on them, but we're still in it. We're still, no, doing no, I it. agree. I agree. What I'm saying is like, they can prolong this only to a certain amount. Now, I don't know yes. how long that will be that they can scare enough Democrat type people to like go along with this COVID shit, but there has to be some sort of end point. And the only yeah. problem is, even the vaccinated people are getting infected yeah. and they're spreading it. So it's like, wait, when, when is this in, what's it called? An endemic or whatever. And typically from my understanding from listen, listening to other smart people is that like an endemic is when the virus becomes so ineffective that it actually doesn't, it's not deadly to people anymore. Right. Yeah. But they're uh they made it they they went so hard on it to where if you get infected it's almost like a sin like that's a problem 
And I don't think there's any end game. So I, that's why I think they're going to back out of the COVID stuff so much is because there's no in there's no real end game. Like at least with like Afghanistan, they can pretend it's like, oh, we're making progress. We did this and that. And even though it was so such an aggressive pullout and then it all went to shit, the whole time they could pretend from reports or whatever, they can pretend that it was an easy win. But with the virus, it's hard to just pretend it's an easy win. I mean, like the, the even the corporate media people are asking Joe Biden, like, you know, the cases for COVID are up, right? I thought you were going to do something to end this. Because like the cases going up is like an easy thing to look at and be like, well, the vaccinated people. I just think that's an easy pivot to be like, it's because of the unvaccinated. Well, I think they're trying that. I think they're trying that. But the problem is that a lot of vaccinated people are getting COVID. Yeah, I know. I get that. But they're blaming the unvaccinated. They're blaming these these, uh, variants Dude, it, sure. all right, so hold on. Isn't it isn't it weird that there's a show about fucking variant uh Marvel characters that came out this this last year and now there's like a variant fucking all right, anyways, I digress. But uh so there's these variants, right? And they're because of the unvaccinated not getting vaccinated. And so I think they can pr- I I honestly believe I don't think but, it's going to. But that's a to, hard sell I'm, point I'm, when you're when you're when your initial sell point was that if you got the vaccine, you cannot get infected. Yeah, that's but a, a lot very... of people don't. But a lot of people aren't caring about that. Like, there's don't get me wrong. There's a lot of don't get me wrong. Uh, lefties that are saying you're right. You're right. The what we see on the internet is not uh, reflective of what we see in real life because there is a lot of lefties that I'll be like, well, they sold it on like you can't get infected, and I'm like, and well, like, everyone they knows. Everyone knows that you can get infected. And yeah. I'm like, oh fuck. You can I don't you can still get polio. You can still get smallpox. Yes. And then yes. they show the That's picture of those two kids that one got smallpox and the other had the infection. They both had the infection. One was vaccinated, one wasn't. And it's like, see, it's less. And and I think it's I just think it's an easy jump. I, it's not so much that it's like, but I don't think they're as effective anymore. I don't, I I don't don't, think that they're as effective. I'm not saying that they're as effective. I don't think they can, but as long as you harden your base, as long as you harden your base, I don't think it matters if it's effective, if you can harden your base. And that's my problem. All right. So that's my problem with libertarianism. We can't like the libertarians can't harden our own. Oh, they're hard. So much so. No, they're not. We're such bitches. No, no, no. What I mean. No, we argue about the word fucking nigger and faggot all the time. No, no, no. What I mean. Okay, let me explain. They're being pushed out. Like they're being pushed out. Like I know. Whatever you. But we still have ways to go. Yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, I agree. What I'm saying is like the Libertarian Party is being like de-wokeified, and like I don't know if that will gin up enough political support honestly it might actually hurt the republican party if you're with the argument that the republican party has the best at least chance against this fucking democratic bullshit then you might want to side with like pete quinones and theo bishop and we're like yo we need to band together as like one but they're like the libertarian party might be the only organization where it's like being de 
on a massive scale. Well, it's like I I can agree with that because I think and this has always been my thing. I think the and my problem with though is that I think the Republican Party has their own woke bullshit that they deal oh, no. with on a daily basis. I think basis. they bend the knee too much. I, yes. I think they've been the, the date like yeah. like me like this is why I, I don't that was like, kind of like when we mine. first started this podcast i would always argue with you about the the republican party and how it was like yes i was like i i get you on the democratic party you don't have to tell me twice about that but when the yeah. republican party are such bitches and that's yes. why i get i get Chicken so heated shit. about it yes. yeah we had like a we had a whole argument about the trump shit like early on in our like when we started doing this because i was like they're so there's such fucking bitches that they're not gonna do shit about it and that's my problem and so i will give you that if we had to choose out of the three parties who has the best uh like who has the most hardened based or is hardening their base the best towards the outcome that we want is libertarian what i'm saying is it's a bad thing they're so the the they're so integrated into like their libertarian beliefs that they're almost unemotional about it. Well, they cannot get on an emotional level with like regular voters. Like, like, are you talking yes. about like leaders? Because what I'm what I'm saying well, is it, when I'm well, saying well, I'm, hardening their base, when I'm saying hardening their base, I'm talking about like Democrats banding together and no matter what joe biden does no matter what joe biden says but i don't think that's happening but it it is happening to a point like it is because they were still like people that believe in whether it's blue checks or just major news forces they're hardening their base i'm not saying that their base is getting wider i'm saying that the people that believe in their ideology is hardening it they're they're getting closer together in their ideology that it's almost like there's it's when we talk about the npc bullshit like they are the npc and they've gotten i think the democratic party has become the npc of the fucking world because they hardened their base quickly i don't think the left no no no. i think the left had that when trump was president because they had that singular thing they could be against but now with Joe Biden in charge, they don't have that anymore. So yeah, there's they like just this... argue, but all they argue is we just voted in Joe Biden, like the hardened people of the base that I'm talking about. We just voted in Joe Biden because it wasn't small. Trump. That base is small. Right, but it's not, I'm not saying about how big, that's what I'm saying. It's not about how big it is. True. It's about, it's not about how big it is. It's how hardened are their beliefs in this thing? Yes. Because it doesn't, I... it doesn't. In my opinion, at this point, it doesn't matter because as long as there's a ruling power, whether it's Democratic or Republican, as long as sure. there's that, they're just going to just switch teams whenever they get to whenever like the, the people that are ruling, not not the people that are voting, the people that are ruling. So they will always have that base to fall back on to be like, we'll get them in four years. We'll get them in two years. We'll get them in six years when the next house that's yeah results that, come up that's what i i that's why i don't think like trump running again would actually be a good idea like maybe i'm not saying that that like but i think a desantis we, run continues the trend maybe maybe because i, I will say maybe because honestly, the, the because democrats went so hard on the covid the republicans shit. The, 
Well, I would say the the Democrats just went so hard in this this COVID shit that DeSantis looks like an outsider. He looks like an outsider to normal people. He looks like he's a fucking like, yeah, I just don't right. care about this. I'm not but forcing once people he's to do this. In, that's the same thing that we said about Trump. But once they're in, but that's it what I'm means saying. all the difference and it hardens yes. the base. But after they're but that, in. but that doesn't like I don't maybe this is I don't know, this is my perspective. But I don't really care that That's much. You're a bitch. I'm just kidding. What the person like? Yes, I actually care what the person does when they're in power. But I, I'm more curious about what people vote for, why they vote for that person. That I'm. That's why I was and so the only curious reason why why only- people vote because like when the people vote for something, that means they're going all out and like they believe in this whatever the person's right. saying. And, and that, that's more important to me. But the only reason why I don't care about that anymore is because we voted for a non-interventionist president for the last two decades, and it hasn't mattered. It hasn't mattered. And that's my but thing. I think it, it hasn't mattered. Yes, does it, does it delay the sentiment constantly? Because, yeah, and do less and less people agree? I agree with that. I agree with you on that. Absolutely. It, it delays the sentiment and eventually maybe it'll be like what I'm saying is maybe eventually the majority of that party is like, no, we want a non-interventionist president. You will only put up a non-interventionist president. But what I'm saying is it's hardening both their bases, their bases being the what ones I- that they will justify the war if they're Democrat. Because the Democrat is just trying to get out of the war. So they're trying to do what they need to. And then the Republican side is it's a just war because the Democrats started it and we're just trying to finish the war. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so like, like that, I, those bases are getting so hardened right now. And I think those are the loudest people right now. I'm not saying that they're the sentiment of the United States, but they are so outspoken and they have so much power that people are like, well, I'd rather this one than that one. And then it just continues. I'd rather this one than that one. I'd rather this one than that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just continues, I don't, which is how don't, it's been for a long time. Yeah, I don't think there's any answers through Washington. I don't think that right, we'll, get, we'll, you and I we'll solve, solve any problems through Washington. But the only thing that I find interesting is like, what I find is interesting is like how people vote. Because how people vote is, in my opinion how you can see where the country's at. Like if immigration wasn't that big of a deal, I mean, most Americans didn't care about it, then I don't think Trump would have won. If, if like, that's why, that's where I see where most people's concerns are, where most people's problems are. So that's why I see it so valuable is like understanding why, what, what motivates the American people? What is their concerns? What is their problem? And then my only uh, my only stance to that is when only 50 percent of Americans vote in the most popular election of the year. Well, that's not getting what the other side is saying. That's a true understanding of Americans is when you look at that, is that there's damn near close to 50 percent, whatever it is, over 50, under 50. Who is in charge? Most people don't they they might not they might care who's in charge, but they don't want to participate in american elections they don't see a value in it 
And that is a major, like what I would say, white pill for us. That yeah. 50% of Americans literally see that whoever you vote for, it doesn't matter that the election process is not meaningful and they're not willing to go wherever the fuck you need to go to, to vote. And they see it as something that's not, and, and it's not something they need to participate in. It's not an emergency. They don't need to like, Oh my God, we need to change this thing. That's a white pill. That's awesome to me because we're anarchist and we think that anyone that believes in the system is crazy. And that and then it's so weird too because there's like those people that vote and they like get all uppity about it or they're like oh i voted for joe biden this last election i voted dude there's a there's a there was a parent there's a filter on tinder that says i voted (laughs) there's a parent at my uh girlfriend's daycare that dressed her kid up in a future voter outfit a baby a baby a baby can't even say mom yet. It's a baby. It was just born it's six retarded. months old. It's said, future voter on it. And you, guess what party she's voting for? Democrat, I bet. Yep. Yeah, because like I mean, I don't know. I see it here where there's like Republican types that are proud of voting, I guess, but they're like proud, but they're not necessarily proud of voting. They're proud of voting Republican. Yeah. But like Democrats, that's what I'm I've saying. Ran so into with those. The, well, there's like Democrat people I've ran into. With, they're not necessarily pr- like they're not necessarily proud. I mean, this could just be like the Trump Biden thing, but it could just be that like they're just proud of voting. They're yeah. proud of participating in the process. Yeah, and that's why I think like you know the participation trophy shit is retarded. Because they're like, oh, I, I I voted the next war criminal in, so I deserve credit for changing the country. <laughs> yeah. When this dude dropped a drone bomb on ten civilians, seven. They did it again. Children. Did you see that? They just did it again, like a couple weeks ago. They just did it, it again. I actually didn't see that, and it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I know. It's just like. Come on. And, and we, and we just go through the same cycle and I'm not saying that the cycle is not changing, but I really don't see it changing as much as maybe I'm saying that you're arguing how in my head, what you're arguing is, it might not be the same value. You know what I mean? But like in my head, like I don't see it changing at all. Like that's what my value is, is the status quo is continuing. Do you think the right is becoming more radicalized. I think part of the right is becoming more radicalized, but I think the Tea Party was radicalized. You know what I mean? I, and then it just disappeared. It just disappeared. It has no okay. no strength anymore. So I think they get radicalized, and it, it's what we've said about the right. The right is better being the underdog. We've said that so many times. It's so much better being the underdog. They focus and on then, liberty. And they focus on like the tradition inst- and the constitution. And then instantly when they win again, they are the right that the left hates. They get complacent. And, they get so complacent. Yeah. Well, and it's because they're in power and I get it. They're in power. So they get to do whatever the fuck they want to do because yeah. that's what happens when you're in power. It's just like a king. If a king changed every four years, 
the next king would do something different and that's how they acted yeah they give and the presumption that's why i hate like i like in a sense i hated when donald trump was president because you could be like literally the left is winning the left is getting all they want and then the, yeah. the person on the right would be like well no donald trump's stopping it and you're like no, no 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 like you don't understand like he's folding like a fucking like a foldable chair like he he's giving everything to the progressives and they just can't see it but when like joe biden's in charge who somehow in a lot of perspective is like radically left which he's not radical at all he's just a moderate fucking democrat but yeah they see him as a radical democrat and they're like so resistant to everything he does and it's like thank fucking god thank god well, if if like just let's just say I don't know, but let's just say Donald Trump wins the next election, they'll be way more. They'll make excuses. Like th- this, will we say all the time too? Is like when there's a Republican charge, more gun laws pass, more more restrictions pass. But when a Democrat, you see the right come out of nowhere. All of a sudden, Republicans are like, oh, the budget. The yeah. budget means something. We can't do all the spending. Donald Trump's in charge. We can pass literally the largest budget or spending bill ever in recorded history, which is like right. two times Barack Obama's. We can just print more money out of nowhere. And, and that's why I, I see know. that's why I see it as the status quo. I don't I like and that's yes. why I see them just broadening their bases. I want to delegitimize the federal government at any means possible. At any means possible. Like, obviously, we're anarchists. We want no government. I just think that if we can get rid of the federal government, convince enough people in this world that we do not need the federal government for anything ever, I honestly believe that's an achievable goal. I think that one day in our lifetime, we can actually see some states or states somewhere be like, we're done government anymore we're done we succeed we're out of here we're fucking done and i think that's possible i don't know if we'll see the the complete abolishment of the federal government and like we know today but i think honestly it's very possible we can see a state be like yeah we're just we're done with this shit dude i could see that i could see that i agree with you on that yeah that's why that's why I'm more like you no know, like it's funny too, like with our Liberty Twitter, I see much more like New Hampshire people excited about being from New Hampshire than I see like Texas people being from Texas. Yeah. Like but I and maybe you need New that. Hampshire. Well well, maybe I'm I'm not even dissing on them. Maybe you need that type of mentality. To, sus- yeah, to, to like, just be proud from your state yeah. or your community. Yeah, I'm fucking from New Hampshire. Well, There's the nothing you can say about it. got it right way before anybody else. I've been saying this for yes. a while. Gang yes. got it right before anybody yes. else. They were the first anarchists. They're yes. like, hey, I'm from Inglewood. Like, let's yes. go. Like, I'm, I agree. It, I'm from Inglewood. I'm not from it's that Cali. I'm mentality. not from LA. Yeah. I'm from Inglewood or I'm from it, Compton. You kind of or, get annoyed. Or even better, what I hear better, South Compton, like, or yeah. North Compton or, you know, north side of phoenix or whatever yes. you know I, I'm from I think south that's a good phoenix. thing 
That's why I love it. I'm I think that's a, a very good thing. You need to like very specific be like, I'm from here. I'm not part of you. And I think you need that mentality. And I kind of love that the new I think it's kind an of individual. I, I think it's an individualist mentality because good. If you can be an individual in a community and you can say that you're from this community. And you're like, I'm a part of this community because when you're when you're saying you're a part of a like a specific, you're from you're from South Phoenix. There's a stigma that's attached to what South oh, yeah. Phoenix is, right? You know, there's a yeah. stigma there, and it's yeah. like, yeah. And I'm saying it exactly like that for a yes. fucking reason because I'm yes. part of that stigma. You don't want to be known by and, any, you don't want to say Phoenix. You no. say Phoenix, that can come with bad from, connotations. Yeah. I'm from South Phoenix or I'm from West Phoenix or I'm from East Phoenix. And it's like, Oh, you guys are, you guys are chill, but eh, whatever. Nobody's scared of you. Nobody's whatever. But if you're from South Phoenix, there's a, or West Phoenix, there's a connotation that comes with that. That's like, don't fuck with you. Don't fuck. That's why, that's why I love West Phoenix and South Phoenix. Like (laughs) fuck. If you go to certain spots of that, it's like, okay like True. this is uh what a, but it doesn't matter because there's a connotation and yes. a tone that comes off that's when you're why from it. that's why i love and the new hampshire just going hard going yeah. hard in this idea is like i'm from new hampshire i'm not from the united we states i'm we from don't new do hampshire this. yes we don't do that shit whatever you and, know about new hampshire that's what we do and if you're not from new hampshire it kind of annoys you you're like you'll fuck new hampshire who are these yeah. people? And that's good. I think that's a good cultural riff that you need. Think, to, if you're con- if you're trying to build need- the idea of like, we're not part of this. We're our own separate thing. I think that's a good thing. Dude, this just totally went full circle to what we were talking about in the beginning where we were like, we're not part of this circle. We're not part of this circle. <laughs> we're kind of our own circle. Um but no, decentralization, baby. Dude, I just think I, I think it's I think there's a part of society that needs to be like, fuck you, I'm not part of you. And and yeah. and not in like not in like an overly aggressive, like I'll fight you on site way. It's like, don't put me into that shit. Like, don't yeah, put yeah, that yeah. bad juju yeah. on me because I see that as bad. Yes. And you know, I think that's I think that's a very good mentality to have. Be what you're about and be about it. Like that's yes. That's, that's be what you're about and be about it. Like you don't, you don't have to be, you know, you go to a different country and they're like, Oh, you're That's, from the United States. And you're like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, so you're like this. And it's like, no, I'm fucking not. I'm from this part of the United it's, States. And it's this the is same how we reason, are. It's the same reason. Like you would justify whatever, whatever side of Phoenix you're from, because you want, you want people to know that there's a fucking difference, right? Yes. And people know same, that there's a difference. And the same reason why I would say I'm from Southern Illinois. Yeah, I'm it's not, not the same as Illinois. I'm not from Chicago. I'm not from Northern Illinois. When people say Northern Illinois, they basically mean Chicago. Basically, here in Illinois. Yeah. It's the same reason why like, I'm from Southern Illinois. I'm not like the people that represent me in office. I'm not the fucking like whatever, whatever reason they have not to agree with them. They, yeah, it's a it's why, a specificity, right? It's yes, very specific. I'm not from the city. I'm from the bomb boondock south where like nothing's going on. Cornfields and fucking 
woods all around here. Yes. And I fucking I, I make that extinct difference. And it's just like anywhere else. And that's why I love that mentality of like like people in the United States. Like we've always seen that being a military. We've seen that where people would be like, oh, you're from Georgia. And then you kind of get that like, oh, you're a country. You fuck your cousin. And they're like, no, yeah, I'm from Atlanta. I'm yeah. from Atlanta. And you're like, oh, this dude's ghetto. <laughs> like yeah. totally different ideas totally yes. different perspectives it, it, right it, and and i think it's the more people if we can get more people to embrace be like race that em, yes because I, it's like i said it's like gangs i'm from this side you're letting people know what your territory is what is okay to say around you yes. it comes with so much context when you yes, say yes specifically what you're about just by saying where you're from and if you're yes. like, you know, it'd be like, I'm from, uh, they're like, uh, it'd be like the people from uh, uh, Waco. If someone, when, if someone said you were from Tucson, what would you do? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm not that hillbilly ass town. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I, I'd be. I'm not that fucking, it's like a Mexican hillbilly town. Like, that's what I know it as. Like, that's how I grew up knowing it. You get offended. You get offended. You get offended because Slightly. it's like where, yeah. but, but at the same time, when people say, oh, you're from Phoenix, like I'd be offended too. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm from West yeah. Phoenix or South Phoenix. Like that's, those are the two places I grew up. And but, but if you're with arguing with someone. But if I say, oh, if, if somebody was like, or if I was like, oh yeah, I'm from Phoenix, you know, just take talking generally. And they're like, oh, like Scottsdale. And I'd be like, fuck no. Yeah. I know from fucking fucking Scottsdale. And then they, it it comes with a different connotation and it tells you the context of where you're from and the way you say, or the way you talk about other areas that you're from, it brings it it, and it brings just so much context about what your community is about and what you are about because you're a part of that community. And I think that's kind of like, if there was a, extremely liberal or not liberal uh extremely liberty oriented you know uh, kind of like new hampshire but like all i know is just new hampshire as uh as uh you know as a general fucking state if there was a liberty county or something like that or you know a an area of just very liberty oriented people. And they were like, yeah, I'm from, it's like a whole city. And they're like, I'm from the Dallas Fort Worth area. And they're like, Oh, what part of Dallas are you from? And it'd be like, no, I'm from Fort Worth. And there's a connotation that comes with that where it's just like, Oh, you're from the countryside of Dallas, not the most gay city in America side of Dallas, you know, the, the difference between Fort Worth and, and Dallas, like that's kind of what the difference is Dal or Fort Worth still has fucking cattle drives through main city streets. Like it's just, it's just such a different atmosphere when you can explain it like that. And um, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things where I think if people could become more, community oriented it would make a huge difference um while speaking to others it, it it's just a different vibe like it, it it explains so much more about people than oh yeah i'm from 
you know, Illinois, or I'm from Arizona, because there's just so many different types of people from those states. There's so many different, our states are huge. Wyoming has kind of a general uh, geography where everybody thinks everybody's the same. But I bet you if you take the biggest city in Wyoming compared to a small city on the outskirts of Wyoming, they'd be like, yeah, I'm from, you know, Northwest Wyoming, not that city area. And I think that makes a difference. It, it, it changes the context of this, the, the, um, the argument. You're muted. <laughs> you said sorry and you're muted. <laughs> I said shit, actually. Oh. But like, that's the thing, dude. It's like kind of like you construct it in a way. It's like if you're, you live in Illinois, right? You don't live in Chicago. You live in Illinois. If North Chicago and South Chicago are going at war, what the fuck are you going to, why? Why would you care? Like, I don't know. Like, there's this mentality is like people in the United States are very proud of what state they're from. And they're very, in, like, very instinctual to disregard other parts of their community. Like, you'll hear fucking, like, Jared, he's from upstate New York. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, we're not like New York City. Yeah. Yeah. And it's understandable. He doesn't want to be framed in the way like most people in America know New York. New York. They're like, they're like, oh, New York City. He's like, no, I've been there like five times. Fuck New York City. I'm from upstate New York. I'm proud of that. It's like, why if if New York City was having like some territorial gang war, why the fuck would upstate New York give a shit? Yeah. Why? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Exactly. And it's the same thing that's happening today. It's like Russia and Ukraine is having some sort of territorial gang war where like one side wants it, maybe the people there, I don't know who's justified. Saudi and Yemen. Yeah. Why do we care? Why are we why why are we helping one side over the other? Why do you care as an American? And why do you care as whatever the fuck from state that you're from? Or what little town you're from. And then, why and then the people make the do, argument. Why the fuck, Luke, would you care from Phoenix, Arizona? What the fuck someone in Ukraine and Russia does? I don't. I don't. But it, it's like the, the same thing. There'll be like, people will make the argument. Well, what about the companies? And if you ask the upstate fucking, what about the, the small business owner and fucking, what about the... Uh, you know, the amount of production value that comes out of New York City to an upstate New Yorkian. And they're going to be like, yeah, I don't give a shit. We have that here. Or we'll make that here if we have to. Like, I don't give a shit. I like, actually, that's the thing. People will be like, be I like, hate that. Oh, what I hate about, that that's here. Yeah. Yeah. What about the oil? What about the oil in Saudi Arabia? We'll figure it out. Like, we'll, we will figure it out. I don't need it that badly. I, is it nice? Is it nice? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's nice when we can, you know, create a tariff or something like that, that makes it cheaper for the consumer in the United States of America. Do I need it? And is it worth the amount of blood it will cost? Absolutely not. Fuck you. I don't. Exactly. Care. And so it's, it's like, oh, 
the Tucson companies are, you know, getting mowed down by, you know, the gang members from East Tucson to West Tucson. Yeah. And it's like, there's a massive gang. It's war like in Tucson. It's like, Why do it's I... like, yo, it's like, yo, that's sad. I'm sorry. That's happening. But it sounds like they need to figure it out themselves because yes. I'm not going down there to fucking fight it. I don't yes. give a shit unless I have family down there. And then obviously there's other ties that come to that. But the amount of people that I know that have family down in Tucson, zero. That's how many people I know. I know a shit ton of people in fucking Phoenix with no family down in Tucson. Exactly. So guess what? I really don't care. And it it, it sounds bad, but it's like at a certain part, you got to stay in your fucking that's lane. Just be, you yeah, gotta, that's just being you just honest. Gotta, yeah, you just got to be your fucking thing. Because if you go outside your fucking thing, you're fucking up other people's lanes and you're getting in them. And the more you get in other people's lanes, the more people that are going to get inside your lane because you're in their lane. So why the fuck yeah, not would they get in their Imagine, yeah, imagine, you know, you're in this fucking, you're, you're from Tucson and you're in this, you're actually in this gang war. And let's just say that you're on the other side and the side you're fighting all of a sudden gets support from Phoenix. Yeah. You're going to be like, Yo, fuck Phoenix. fuck Phoenix. Oh yeah. my God. Fuck Phoenix. Anyone from Phoenix is a fucking weirdo. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't even know what's going on down here. They're just exactly. fucking fighting us because they're getting paid to fight us. And then you just yeah. become a fucking mercenary. And that's what the U.S. military is. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. And, and you know, like you they, can't, you can't argue only, against that anymore. The only reason, like, what happening in Russia and Ukraine only affects us is because the news makes it affect us. Yeah. That's the only reason it affects us. We any, don't care. Any, Most any Americans business, don't care. Any business aspect that comes out of it, higher prices and whatever, we'll figure it out. That's minuscule we'll to out. most people in society. And, and we'll figure it out. And it'll go back down. Because as not a free market as the United States is. It is a free market when it comes to people pushing against prices, which is what Kazakhstan did. Kazakhstan did the same thing. They were like, nope, we're not doing that. You're not setting the price like that. Fuck you. And Americans, I think, would do the same thing if they started having the same problems. But we don't. And that's why I say I want things to get worse because they need to see, which is a horrible way to go about things. But I think it's the only... I think it's the only thing that we have right now because I don't think people are going to wake up to it. Um, think, you know, watching I think Netflix they did. every day. I, I think, think more of the pop. I think they did. Thirty percent of the population is not vaccinated. That is after the biggest propaganda campaign in the entire I, universe to the world nowadays. Right. That they push not, this vaccine on everyone, and thirty percent of the population said, "Fuck you." Yeah, I mean. And those numbers are probably inflated a little bit. I get that. I understand. I understand. But guess what? The majority is. And as much as we want to say we're a democratic republic. We don't need the majority. We don't need need the majority. majority. We don't need the majority. You're right. We don't. We don't need the majority. But out of that 30%, how many people are going to be like, yeah, but we should really throw over the federal government. Or we should really secede from the nation. I don't don't see that. If you're saying fuck you to the federal government, 
how many people disregarding are disregarding their laws? How many people are one really issue need, voters? Need one what? issue voters. How many how many people are one issue voters? I think it's the majority of people are one issue vote, like one stance voters. Like it's not it's not yeah. I'm voting for Biden because they get super of motivated. Yeah. This, yeah. this, this, and this. It's I'm voting for Biden because he's against building a wall. You know, they're one issue voters, right? So yeah. Yeah. I you know. 30% of Americans, in my opinion, are, I'm not doing this. And, but that's the only thing that they're not doing. They're still, you know, not smoking weed in their state if it's not legal. They're still, you know, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I think they're, I think it's a one issue thing. I think it's like, well, I agree with the federal government going to war when it's required, but, but uh, I'm but not going to get this vaccine because I think it's stupid. They they spent, I don't know, two years, a year and a half propagating the American people to get an Iraq war. They got it. And now there's this open, defiant, openly defiant group of people in America. And it's like 30 percent. It's not it's not an insignificant number. Listen to this. I hope you're right. It's an unsignificant. It's not an unsignificant. I hope number. you're right. It's, I've just it's, seen the way history it's over works. A million and right people. now. It's over a hundred million. Favor. Over a hundred million people are like, I'm not getting this vaccine. Yeah, and they will never get the vaccine, regardless of Probably, if it helped or yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. They're they're they have lost so much trust in the system that they're they're not getting the vaccine that's over a hundred million people in this country now it's not to the level of defiance that we want it to be like we wish they were more defiant not only about the vaccine but other things but this is like the first step of like your propaganda doesn't work on everyone in this country anymore and even when you force it through the mandates of the state we're not doing this we're not yeah. fucking doing this. I mean, I and told that's... my boss strictly, like, I would lose my job over not telling you one way or the other if I have the vaccine or not. And it seems like everything's against you. But there's a yeah. hundred million people that think just like you do. A hundred million people spread out over a long. That, yeah. And so that's what makes it feel like you're alone. And yes. so, like, I get it. I get it. I, yes. I, I get why people got it just because their jobs required it. I get it. I don't agree, but I get it. But I do agree with, you know, Pete's and um, some of the other and, and Tim Pool's, you know, argument on this, where it's like, the more that you keep, you, we're going to get the vaccine because I need food on the table for my kids. But guess what? You got the vaccine and there's still no food on the table for your kids because there's a global fucking shortage of the way the, yeah. the, the uh, supply chain. And it's like, you did that to yourself. Yeah. And guess what? Even though I didn't agree from the onset because I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. There's still that global sort shortage. So what's the, what's the answer for those people? They're not, they're not vindicated in any way. They're yeah, still but there's still got fucked. There's a societies in this world, like especially around a lot of major cities, not all major cities, but a lot of major cities in this country where they have completely adopted the COVID idea, the yeah. COVID regime. But there is plenty of places in this country where you can go. It doesn't exist. Yeah. And that, I, yeah. and I think that's 
that's a major difference from 20 years ago. Like, I think if they push the same COVID stuff, I don't think, I don't think there'd be as much pushback. I don't think there'd be as much people not complying. I think more people would have lined up to got the vaccine, but now that I don't know, I kind of things I kind are of becoming disagree. majorly dis- decentralized. We're like, not everyone's getting their information from the mainstream anymore. It's coming through a podcast or social media. That's why I'm so hesitant to criticize social media sometimes because people make it seem like if you're getting I your agree. information, I, I think from it's social I think media. It's kind of stupid that people criticize yeah. it as when heavily people as they say do. like, "Oh, you're getting your information from social media," and it's like, yeah, because social media, the the people I follow have been way more right about what's going on and transparent than any, and transparent, yeah. And had admitted when they're wrong, then CNN or MSNBC yeah. that the boomer, exactly. my boomer parents fucking well used to hold up. And that's that's why I'm that's why I'm more optimistic is like, you know, they, they spent two years propagating people and they got their war in Iraq. Well, they spent like almost two years now propagating to people about these lockdown, the virus or whatever. Yeah. But I, I would, 30% I, the only thing I would, like, the only thing I would argue off. is how many people were like, mm, no to Iraq. It wasn't like a 99% thing. No, no, no. It's not that. It's not that I, there was a, I would, I would argue, left, I would argue that sure. there was probably 30 million people that said no to Iraq or a hundred million people that said no to Iraq. But I would say that 100 million people felt like they had to be much more silent about it because everywhere they were getting their information from was all on board. And if they, I, they felt I, like- I think I, I get I get what you're saying, that the, the, there's more communication now from outspoken. podcasters and YouTubers and whatever yes. this, that or the other saying that there's there's more areas to get your information from. So it's it makes people for- comfortable to be outspoken against this shit. Yeah. That's the biggest yeah. thing is, is like, you know, the masses will go along with whatever, whoever's telling them what, but if there's enough people out there telling them like, it's okay to be against this bullshit, they'll be against it. Yeah. Like there's, I don't a, know. Like, I don't know. That's why Trump gets booed at his fucking speeches. Yeah. And he's like, get the vaccine. Boo. It's because people like Dan Bonagino, Tucker Carlson, though, the, the traditional right wing are like, yeah, we're not on board. We're not yeah. on board with this. And they're, no, they get I, this I, I free pass where they can be open and honest and be like, yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And that's, that's, what, that's why I'm a little white pill. I think the right is getting a little bit more radicalized. Not enough for me, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But I think the right wing is getting radicalized. And that can go and, very and my good only or thing very with the- bad. My only thing with the right wing is I think once they get into power, it's back to the status quo. They get complacent. They get very complacent. I think I it's purposefully that. complacent. I think it's purposefully complacent. I don't think it's, oh, we have power now. We can do whatever we want. I think it's, we have power now. We can do whatever we want. It's the video <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. I don't know, I just, but you know, I guess we'll fucking see. I mean, we're going to be talking about it for the next four years. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see if we'll see who's fucking right when it comes to election season. I don't know. I don't know. And, I'm not. I mean, we got we got election season this November, so I think you and I need to like hit the books hard. Maybe in our uh, you know private shows, you and I can fucking 
sit there and talk to some people that are uh, more educated about what's going to be the wave this, what color the wave is going to be for what is it? Senate this year, Senate or house, or I don't know. I think it's all of them. I think they're all up in. Yeah. Well, they might be like, so like one of them, I don't remember who ever is every two years. I think it's the house. I think they go up every two years. So See, and this is what I'm talking about. We're a shitty ass podcast that doesn't know shit about the fuck shit we're talking about. Oh, we about. don't know anything. If you made it this far, you're fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We got to fucking end this shit because we're just going to start sounding more stupid. And we didn't, I was going to, like, I, I messaged you and I was like, all right, here's time to start the drama because we were on two ends of the thing. But then we oh, had I'm a good conversation about it. But we'll start drama with somebody and we're going to make it big time just because we started drama. <laughs> Yeah, we'll start a fuss on Twitter, and I bet, you know, oh, if you're listening, you better not, if you tell, you know what, I'm going to say this right now. If we start drama on Twitter, and you start telling people that, like, oh, they're just doing I'm going to start drama with you. I'm going to block you. (laughs) I'm going to use the block, because you're a fucking bitch, and you're ruining the fun. So if we start drama... And you start fucking like, oh, they're just doing it as a joke. Here's a clip from their podcast. I'm like, blocked. I'm done with you. Instant. Instant. Instant block. I don't really use the block, but I will for this because you're ruining my fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you and I will text about it and we'll fucking figure out what we're going to do. Yes, sir. We'll do Let's something do good. It. We'll do something good. Um, I think that's all I got. I got to take a piss. I got to eat dinner. But uh, I guess that's the fucking shit show. That's a fucking shit show. We went on about. (laughs) We went on a lot about a lot. That was a good one. I liked it. It was fun. I had a good time. I had a lot of fun just getting it all out there. We actually (laughs) like what happens is me and Luke will talk for like 15 minutes and we'll bitch to each other about random shit. But this time we were like, let's not complain. Let's start recording. Let's get it all out there. Yeah, exactly. And it worked out well. I think it I think that's better. I think that's better. Yes. But I agree. That's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys fucking enjoyed it. Go check out our website, bitingthebulletpod.com. And yeah, like, share, review. I don't know. Do all that shit. Typo. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Fuck Luke. <laughs> we out.